Let's Roll. This is Counter Charge, your podcast for ranks, flanks, and kings of war. as they delve into the world of Panathor and bring you worldwide coverage of all things Kings of War. Welcome to Countercharge. I'm Rob Enough. We're very excited to start our coverage of the 2023 U.S. Masters recently held in Omaha, Nebraska. In this first episode, we sit down and chat with the Temple Brothers, Blake Robertson, Johnny Walk, and Andy Patton. So sit back and enjoy. First recording here at the Omaha Masters. It's Friday before the Masters. We're joined by our favorite guests, yeah. the Temple bro- <laughs> two of the Temple brothers, Matt and Marshall. So start with Matt. Did you get the army repaired? Oh, good news. Yes. Uh, my three-year-old was absolutely crushed. I, I had the box open. I'm like, oh, I gotta start gluing, and she comes and goes, No, Daddy, what happened? It's like, oh, so I. I between her and I, uh, she she was making sure I was getting that army put back together. She was like sitting there. That's awesome. Keep going, Dad. Keep going, Dad. I'm like, all right, all right. So I've uh, got quite a bit done, surprisingly, with uh, with her in the room. So uh, it's back. It's put back together, and uh, hopefully it looks good. So it's got better magnets now. Yes, yes. So that will help. So for those that didn't see it, you posted on a few different places. I know Fanatics for one. Yeah. But you had a. A case? Was it a battle foam? What was yeah, it? Yeah, battle foam case. Uh, but you didn't magnetize the models, or, or not good enough. Yeah, not good enough, apparently. So, uh, yeah, the uh, the case, uh, some idiot was driving on the wrong side of the road. I swerved to avoid, and my case... Tumbled? Tumbled at least twice, probably, in my trunk. And and it was uh, goblins, so there was a mil- uh, and it was a big case, and yeah. there was a lot of dead goblins. Yeah, I mean, there's probably 100-plus models that popped off and mm-hmm. pieces broke, but... A lot of work, but it's put back together. <laughs> you can hear Eric Torbridge playing because he he's so good he doesn't need to practice Kings of War. He just he just shoots basketball and he, he made one finally. So yeah. that was good. Yeah, that was good. And you didn't have the, the tragedy. No, he, I didn't. B- 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 I didn't have the tragedy of that. Uh, my case did not actually fall over during that trip. So was it in uh, the car? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was right next to his. Where were you guys coming from? Uh, just my house, heading to the game store. It was. No, it was but coming back from the coming game back store. Back from the game store. Back because the, the army was fine when we were there. It, right, it, right. Yeah. That's crazy. So. Now, you guys are playing out of Sinclair games, right? Uh, typically, yeah. Um, if it's just the two of us, we're out of uh, Game Preserve South because it's quite a bit closer. But right. yeah, uh, Sinclair's. Man, I didn't even know that store, but I was looking for some paint. I ran out of some colors, and they had, like, a a good selection. Mm -hmm. And their prices were good. And then there was, like, free shipping over $25, I think. This is a no-brainer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The owner, Hyatt's awesome. Like, dude's a legend. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds like it. And, I, you know, that was a great store, and I'm super pumped. So... You're playing best of the rest? Yeah. And you're playing Masters? Nope, best of Both the rest. Both best of the rest. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, we're not from the state of Minnesota, which uh, I think if your name's not Eric or from Minnesota, you can't uh, qualify well, for how many? Midwest. There's eight people on the team from the Midwest, and how many are from Minnesota? Seven. Jesse Berglund, Jeff Shilkin, Donnie Kroosh, mm-hmm. Jason Burr. There's Jason. four. Who's the um, other three? Used to be on the, the Masters committee. Um Chris Kapsner. Chris Kapsner. But Chris Kapsner dropped, I think. Oh, did he? I believe I he did. Heard that. Okay. So maybe you guys are only going to have six Minnesotans on, oh, okay. on Master's team. Oh. 
So I think I think I think. But you're right, Chris Kapsner. And who's the who's the who would have been the seventh? We'll have to look tomorrow. Oh, wait, Sam Becker. Yeah, yeah. That okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's Jesse Berglund, Sam Becker, Chris Kapsner, Jeff Shilkin, uh, Donnie Croch. That's five. Who are there two? We just said. There's too many of them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's there's too many of them. We got Eric from Ohio. Well, he's a pretty good. Yeah. Person, right? Like, obviously, he won the Masters a few years ago with Orcs. So, mm. and this is a fun year where I don't know that there's anybody that's a runaway favorite. No, uh, looking at the list was sort of fascinating, really. It's like, oh, okay, dwarves, okay. Right. And then elves, okay, yeah, no shock there. And then I'm going to say the next group was Scorchwings because right. a bunch, but mm-hmm. really, it's like, yeah, it's a Scorchwing army. That's really what that is. And then it's like, oh, Abyssals. Abyssals, really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and I'm assuming you're. Are you playing your abyssals or are you playing the goblins? I got the goblins today. They're all repaired, all ready to go, ready to hit the table. What's in your list? Uh, so strangely enough, lots of rabble. Big shock there. Uh, mm-hmm. So I've got three bangets, three war trombones, kind of as you do. Um, three rock lavas, and then I got the formation. And then I've added in um, Gurney Snark because. You know, you got to. You're a goblin player. You need to bring him. Yeah, and then um, I've also got the other special character who's. It's, it's the guy that the spellcaster uh, guy. Yeah, the spellcaster guy. Uh, I've got him modeled up to do the Hadoken. Yeah, yeah. I forget that guy's name, but uh, just another individual that can go in and say, "Nope, nope, you're stopping for a turn," and <laughs> right, bl- block him up so my shooting can get him. So that's awesome. Yeah, look, looking forward to the goblins. It's uh, it's different from the abyssals and. Exactly. And how about you, Marshall? You got your undead again? I've got my undead. It's a little bit different list because, again, I'm trying, having played the same list over and over and not seen re- results change, I'm like, okay. So I've been working with Donnie on yes. coming up with a. Well, you, you'll be able to pose and you're like, hey, man, I, I've been playing and playing and playing. And I'm not, I don't feel like I'm moving forward. But the, the reality is you might just be playing better players. Yeah. Well, right? I, that I is part of it. But at the same time, it's, yeah. It, well, when you get your. Understandably, when you get your teeth kicked in uh, over and over, it's like, ah, uh, mm. you know, you want you want to at least see like feel like there's a movement there that you're making making progress. Mm. And so, yeah, my list this time is a little bit different. Three regiments, zombies, a legion of zombies. Nice. Though part of that is just because I love the looks of my legions. They're I, cool. I, yeah, <laughs> I've added a whole bunch of walls to it, so the whole dungeon theme really st- shows more. But uh, two troops of wraiths and a regiment of wraiths. I don't see that often. Mm-hmm. Uh, werewolves, home of the drunken ram, so they right. get extra punch. Uh, zombie trolls, two unit, two hordes of whites, and then necromancer, standard bear, and two lycanists, which is new for me because yeah, yeah, I don't know. No, but they're large infantry, nimble units that'll mm-hmm. with, with unit strength one that'll score, right? So right. That's gonna be pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speed nine is exactly right. You guys been to Bug Eater before? No, first time. First. Okay. What do you think of the venue? This is pretty cool with uh, the huge amount of space. Um, yeah. I mean, mo- most places you go and you play Kings of War, any game, you know, you're kind of packed in there. This right. is, uh, I mean, there's, you know, tables in between. Probably the first time we've ever been playing basketball. Well, yeah, well, yeah. You know, you probably can hear in the background with Eric. Mm-hmm. Yeah, play, you can play a game of basketball and Kings of War in the same spot. That's kind of nice. So. Exactly. <laughs> it, it's just such a big space. Yeah. I like oh, this, yeah. you know, the extra tables in between every table. There's not going to be any issue with, you know, elbow room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Michigan GT is coming up too in October. Are you guys excited about that? I'm super stoked. I love Michigan GT. Oh, yeah. It's great. I'm really looking forward to it. It's it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and it's going to be big. 
Yeah. Because Omaha guys are coming, Minnesota guys are coming. Uh, yeah, so if we were 25-ish players last year, it might be 35 this year, yeah. so mm-hmm. it'll be fun. The, the Michigan guys will obviously be there as well. It's going to be another uh, murderer's row like Adepticon, but oh well, right? Yeah. Uh, it's okay. I, I mean, I, you lose the first game, and then you drop to the middle of the table where you're supposed to be, and you just play players at your, your skill level, right? It's right. like best of the rest here. It's like, I'm not here to win it. I just want to have fun, mm-hmm. have five good games. Hopefully play some players I haven't met before, mm-hmm. which yeah. is harder. The more we get into this, it's harder and harder, but there are there's an influx here because, uh, I mean, best of the rest has got 46 players, I think. Mm. I didn't go to the Masters in 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 New York, but I don't remember how many players they had for that best of the rest. I don't know if it was 46. No. So I think this is a pretty pretty good time. I mean, we got 64 players in the Masters and 46, so that's 110 players. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty pretty decent. Yeah. Yeah. Can't complain. Very nice. What else is on your docket for the rest of the year? Besides, you got this and you got Michigan GT. Is there anything else that you're going to hit? Uh, Sword of Kings. Down Sword of Kings and uh, Labor Day weekend. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Weekend and, and then Wildcat. Uh, Wildcat. Well, you going to go to Wildcat? Did you go to Wildcat last year? Did no. not. No. Okay. Uh, Jim Livers is great. I love oh, Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy and Jim. Yep. Are just nutters and they're just fun to play. <laughs> that yeah. whole crew is. And there's something to be said for hey, we're going to go play some Kings of War, but it's not a Masters qualifier. And quite frankly, just go have fun and don't worry about it. And it's like yeah, okay. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, it does. It does attract a different crowd. It does. Yeah. 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 I th- I think it's for me personally less on me, if that makes any sense. Right. Like, I'm more worried when I go to, you know, Sword of Kings. It's like, okay, I, I really need to get top half here. Oh, no, I whatever. get what you're saying. You're yeah. putting pressure on yourself to yeah, make sure not, you're, you're doing better. Else. And so if you're going to an event where the pressure's off because you don't have a choice, right. then you can't bring yeah. a big machine gun to a sword fight, right? Mm. I get it. I get it. Yeah. And that's true. There, there's some, there's something to be said with that. And, there, uh, like, I know I'm looking at some crazy, like, I don't think I would normally run a list like this, but I might bring it to Wildcat because, you know, if I do horrible with the list, then oh well. Yeah. So right. a, a trash uh, undead list is is possible to show up at Wildcat. Absolutely. So. What's the next army for you? You just finished... Go- you, have you finished your goblins? Uh, mostly finished, so... Uh, I- I'm not sure I'm ever truly going to finish. Well, no army's done. It's just retired, right? (laughs) Um, Probably going to go back to a good time for it. Northern Alliance um, started that army for my daughters. They uh, they wanted some sort of princess army. Elsa. Elsa. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, The Elsa and Anna models that I bought have since then totally disappeared. I'm sure I'll find them someday in my daughter's room. (laughs) So got to order those again. But yeah, doing uh, Northern Alliance, all that. also working on a ogre army, uh, just because I love those models, and it, that's sort of my. I'm going to take a ton of time on this and really paint it up to a high standard, and um, so those those are uh, kind of the two on the docket right now. What about you, Marshall? Uh, well, I mean, expanding my undead, so like more skeletons, more zombies, because you always need more zombies. Uh, I mean, you can never have enough, right? Right, there. right. But after that, I'm looking at night stalkers. Uh, the new not, models, the new Reapers and the new Butcher models are really nice. I, that is really true. Nice. My problem is I'm like, do I want to use all Mantic? But it doesn't fit the rest of my theme. What's your theme? Give me your theme. Ghostbusters. Ah, oh, crap. That's a good one. So I, I've <laughs> yeah, already right? I, I found uh, <laughs> a 3D model online that was free that someone made of the uh, the temple from 
Uh, I guess it was the newest one from Afterlife, and I had someone break it down into pieces. Yeah. So my plan is to get it made, and that's going to be a large portion of the board. But there's sections that can be removed that are base size. So you know, I, I like that. Yeah. You know, I like I like the way you think on that. Yeah. And then I've got you know, you, I gotta have a Titan, so you gotta have Stay Puff and. Absolutely. It's, it's absolutely. I've got a lot of fun plans. Some mimics to be used as uh, on a river of slime, so that way you reference mm-hmm. the second film. It's it's gonna be fun. Oh gosh, just, are you gonna have oh, Vlad? Is his name Vlad? Who's the no? Ba- uh, who's uh, the bad guy? Uh, Vigo. Vigo. Vigo the Carpathian. Vigo, yes, Vigo the Carpathian. See, it's an underrated film. A lot of people don't like it, but I mean, you have a Bobby Brown theme song. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, what's not to but, like? I'm a huge Ghostbusters fan, and there's actually one scene, if you remove it, it changes the whole film. And what, what scene is that? Uh, when you first learn who Vigo is, and he tells you the plot of the film. Ruins. Bring me a child! And you're like, you just, that's literally the plot of the film. You don't need to know anymore, because he just told you. Like, Right, you just don't know how it's going to play out, I guess. Right, if yeah. you get rid of that scene, you're in a... It's like watching Titanic, and you know the boat's going to sink, right? Right, right, yeah. right. Exactly. <laughs> Interesting. But that one, you were wondering if they're going to live or not. Whereas, right. Well, you're wondering if both live or not in that film. Ghostbusters. I mean, you got my head spinning. Like, <laughs> I like Ghostbusters, and there's lots of options. Especially with the new Afterlife movie, there's a lot of new stuff that you could add. Oh, yeah. Well, like I've got a bunch of Ghostbusters miniatures, like just from the different board games right. they have. Yeah. And so they're going to get painted up. and then I've, those Was it IDW? Who, who did the... the, the IDW did a round, and okay. those are the best ones. Right. Cryptic Entertainment. Cryptozoic? Or crypt- Cryptozoic, yes. Okay. They did one. They're a little bit smaller, but uh-huh. they're still not bad. Right. So have you worked out how you're going to use so, the, the Ghostbusters? And like, what's Winston going to be in your arm? Well, the, well, the Ghostbusters are going to be Ravengers. Proton packs on their back, right? Right, exactly. And, and you're just going to mix them in? Or how, how, is it like a set of them? Or what's Yeah, so I've got the original Ghostbusters, the original four, but I've also got ones from like the Extreme Ghostbusters series. Sure. So that's going to be one base. The other one's going to be the original. Oh, that's going to be cool. Um, When's it going to be ready to play? Oh, that's going to be a while. 2024? Uh, 2025? I, I can give no... You don't want to give a date. Yeah. It's, it's going to be ready when it's ready. The idea is the display board is going to be ready with the rest of the army. And that's going to be the building, the top of the building from the, the, the Afterlife movie? Oh, from the first from, movie. From the first one. So the apartment on top of New York mm-hmm. and the, so the, the temple. So the plan is uh, the building with the... Uh, you know, the, the temple on the top. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a street level. It's where Stay Puff is standing. Right. I mean, I, I got a huge toy for him. Cause right. I like the little ones. Right. And then I'm going to have a small sewer section where it's going to have Vigo. It's going to have the mimics that are alive and slime all over them. Oh, man. This is going to be a sweet so looking army. That's, that's Adepticon maybe next year? Maybe. Uh, probably not next year. Like, I've painted one figure in the whole army. And you still have to paint lots more undead because you don't have enough undead yet. I get right. It. I right. get it. Exactly. It's Luckily, a sickness, really. Ghosts are easy to paint. It's Part of it is, again, with the board being tied into the actual units sometimes. Like it's to, it, yeah, it, a lot of movement. People don't realize that's a lot of work to get the basing to, to cut up the files and whatnot to make it fit in, in interact with buildings in unique ways. So. Yeah. So you guys rode up with the Ohio crew, is that right? Yeah, uh, Eric and Felix, uh, I mean, they had to come through Indy anyway. So, so they stopped by your house, and you drove over to Matt's and pick them up from Matt's? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. And uh, we, we rented a van because, you know, four four guys, sure. five armies we were bringing. We're bringing uh, Kara Brown's army. Cool. Quarters. And is Kara flying in? She's flying in, yeah. And when's she getting in? 
think today. Uh, fantastic. But uh, it was one of those like, yeah, that's a lot of people. So we went in a van, and uh, I think it turned out pretty pretty awesome, honestly, because plenty of room for everybody, but mm-hmm. still packed in. And uh, you know, driving with Eric and Felix, that's a hoot anyway. So mm-hmm. the, the hours went quickly uh, with all the conversations and. Well, Eric is a mental genius, right? In terms of the game, and and Felix is just this. Uh, he, he's a nutter. I don't know. I don't know how to explain. He's just he's he's always ready with a pun or a joke. He's, yes. he's got a, quick, a lot of quick one-liners. A lot of good stories going back and forth. Uh, found out Eric and I are both uh, into sumo wrestling, so we we were in the back watching uh, yesterday's uh, sumo action from Japan. That's a thing. <laughs> like you actually watch. Like mm-hmm. is that like on ESPN Plus or what? What is it? Like, how do you watch that on the internet? Uh, NHK app. So if you if you uh, which is Japanese Broadcasting Corporation, so uh, NHK and then they'll you have to pay for it. Is it just free? It's uh, it's free if you like. uh, For me, I've got a like a free version. Nice. Uh, uh, My wife's Japanese. Okay. You know that last time I was in Japan, I kind of started watching. I'm like, wow, this is actually really fascinating. Now you need a sumo army. I don't know how you do that, but. Ogres. Ogres, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Ogres, that would be pretty sweet. Just add them to my uh, current samurai army at some point. So. Exactly. Yeah. Now, ogres, what are you thinking with the og- your ogre army? You want to make them pretty and all that, but what's the... Are you just using mantic stuff? Yeah, uh, so it'll be uh, all mantic. I got a hold of one of the warlock... I, I call it the Jesse... Yeah, the Jesse Warlock. Jesse yeah. Warlock. So spent a lot of time painting that up uh, last year for the Adepticon painting... Uh, Competition, yeah, the brush with death. Brush with death, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did a little researching, like, okay, I need to put a cat on here. So I, I got a mantic elf sprue and got the battle cat thing from the elves and put it on there. I'm like, okay, wait, what did Jesse's cat look like? And he had like 50, so. Yeah, I he's got a bunch. Found a picture yeah. of him with one of the cats. I'm like, all right, so painted that up. So kind of going that theme, I guess you could say like a West Virginia like look for everything. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Are they going to have teeth? And- yeah, <laughs> most of them look, look like they're selling oxycotton out of the van. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it was a lot of fun to paint, and those the new models are so yeah. good. Yeah, I have a huge ogre army, as I know we've played before, and it's oh, like yeah. I don't really want to redo an ogre army, but I did paint like a thousand points or seven fifty of the new stuff, and I'm like, crap! If I would have had those back oh. then, they were a joy to put together, and even I mean. The other ones were fine to paint, but number one, there was a lot more straps on those old ones oh, than yeah. these new ones. And number two, I don't—they they weren't as interesting, right? Because in the old one, there's only like three torsos. Yeah. And this one's got, I think, five, right? And you've got some head options and some gun options, and the fact that you can make boomers out of them mm-hmm. is, is awesome. And then if you get the—I guess it's a resin upgrade kit—probably will be on the vault at some point mm-hmm. to make shooters. Yep. Um, yeah, they're. They're so good. What I really enjoyed is I was going through and saying, oh, okay, there's the mold line. I'll have to clean up. And then I dry fitted like... You don't have to. Arm. They're really... Like, oh, it's hidden. The, nice. Pol- the Polish company, I forget the name of the studios, but they're, you know, they're, they, they own GameFound, mm-hmm. right? They, they must be working with them hard because they went together and they were really, really crisp and really clean. And to your point, the mold lines were... You know, I didn't have to clean any mold lines. Yeah, no, it was like, wow, that's like really... And the few I did, I'm like, yeah, well, that's kind of on a flat, whatever, right. no big deal, so. They're awesome. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, and, and I don't know if you guys seen the new Northern Alliance stuff, but mm-hmm. it's also very, very good. The new Raven Riders mm-hmm. uh, are very good, so I, yeah. I'm excited about, you know, Twilight Kings not too far out, and I imagine in a few months here, we're going to have, you know, 
Mm-hmm. They're going to drop something on us, and we're going to be like, oh, okay. My hope is, again, still a go back to their original armies and update. And Well, yeah, I mean. They, I'd love to see some of that. 100%. I agree, 100% we agree with you, Marshall. I mean, I think, I think there's old armies that need to be updated, like dwarves. Mm-hmm. Right, they yeah. they need they need they need a refresh. Undead is one of the ones where I I, I kind of still like the undead. There, there's but some, it's the integrated basing that I don't like. Yeah, like yeah. The, yeah. the sculpts and stuff are fine, mm-hmm. but having a you know, are you cutting off? Yeah. yeah, my my none of my zombies have feet because you just put them in water or in a sewer. Well, no, they're running around the dungeon, but okay, it's the idea of hopefully you're looking at everything else and not their feet, right? Because you don't want to have to cut cut around their feet on well, that integrated base. That would I've be, tried, but like tough. some of them just they snap off. The ankle's like not very big. Literally, yeah, yeah, it's like literally in the base, and at that point, I'm like, eh. But we can agree the elves need to be redone, right? Yeah, for sure, yeah. right. Right. And um, I mean, because Elves was like the first sprue and then the first range and then they did Undead and they did Dwarves. Orcs, I'm not 100% sure they need to redo them because they've got Rift Forge. It's mm-hmm. like, you, could, you could just use the Rift Forge models. But I yeah. mean, what, what do you want to see? What, what army do you well, think needs to be the most redone? I'd say elves, elves, Dwarves. Like, yeah. Uh, again, to me, make the Dwarves a little bit more unique mantic unique versus. Well, and those like, Raven, what are they called? The Frost Claws? Frost, Frost Claws. Yeah. 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 The the models and those if you haven't seen them yet the sprues got you can make two birds with it mm-hmm. but you've got four sets of wings and four riders mm-hmm. so you've got some options there and you have some extra stuff so I'm I'm assuming now people are like oh I'm gonna make a, a Pegasus or I mean cause yeah. you, you got some great looking wings that hard plastic mm-hmm. and they go together amazing so but to your point like some of the dwarves that they've done for Vanguard mm-hmm. like that aesthetic or or uh, mm-hmm. yeah. the steel behemoth. Oh. Give me those in plastic, and I will yep. build one tomorrow. Because I, I, right. I'm a dwarf at heart, and I love dwarves, but they're just cool models. And again, elves, because looking at them, like, they're just so... Well, they're 13 years weird. old, and it yeah. shows, right? Like, yeah, well, you know... Disproportionate, yeah. like... They're very fey, very fat, you know, they're very mm-hmm. thin and small. Yeah. Um, yeah, they they could be used, they, they can, you know, and... I'm sure you guys saw the new, like, the half the half off Berserkers mm. and the High Skin Hunters. They look fantastic. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, so, like, just give me some of those, yeah. you know, in more of a standard Elvish pose. Right. You know, maybe they could do it in a way where they can make elf kits that could be done, like, a Sylvan kit. You could, you could play the theme armies with mm. them. They don't have to make them, you know, they should be able to make them and, and add fluff and flair to, to play any of the elves that are That's in the That's the perfect armies. moment for the vault. Because then you can just be sure. like, here's arms for Sylvan. Yeah, here's some heads here's that have... Heads for Sylvan. Or here's a cloak that has a bunch of leaves on it you can run as Sylvankin. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. Yep. Yep. What do you guys think about the vault? I mean, are you guys 3D printers? A sort little of. bit. <laughs> okay. What are you guys doing? The resin or... Mm-hmm. Oh, you're doing both resin resin. Yeah, the, re- the resin well, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So what do you guys think? Mantic vault. I bought it, but it's at Marshall's apartment because, again, I've got a six-year-old and a three-year-old and... Yeah, I mean, 3D printing's awesome and cool. It's awesome for somebody else. Yeah. (laughs) Just print me the models and I want to put them together. Right. Not going to happen in my house. We've mainly used it for, like, some bits and some terrain. And, uh, like, most both of our armies are based on stuff that we've 3D printed. Mm -hmm. Um, I know Scott Saley, um, one of our indie guys. Mm -hmm. I've seen him post. He's posted a lot on Countercharge. Oh, Oh, yeah. He's prolific, too. Is he the halfling painter? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, like. He's like, yeah, I need a halfling army. And then, like, two months later, he's like, oh, here's my halfling army. I'm like, dude. Yeah, and they're they're really cool-looking models, too, that he's pumped out. But uh, he's been using it a lot, and he he really likes what Manic has come out with um, so far. He says, 
few few little tweaks here and there, but you know, I mean, the halfling range is probably one of their more robust range. Do they not every unit? Do they not in the list? I believe so. Yeah. And especially now with the upgrades and all that. Yeah, and now yeah. now you don't have to buy the expensive resin upgrades. You can yep. do the 3D printed option for right. the to make stalwarts or whatever. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm excited about halflings. I think I think we'll maybe we'll see a renaissance now that the aeronauts are available mm-hmm. uh, in in the vault. You know, I, why not? And all the upgrades are available. I, I'm curious to see Reforge Orcs. How many? Armies that are mostly hell strikers are going to show up in the next like. Well, you saw Sean Vilmont, right? Like, like his yeah. like his whole army is <laughs> reforged hell strikers. I'm just again, I'm just kind of curious. It's like, man, that's that's a really good unit. And exactly. There's no way I would buy that many for Mantic as much as I love it, but oh, I can print them. Okay, well, exactly. Five units. Exactly. Well, and they're beautiful models, and I they think are. the mm-hmm. resin were fine, but I think the, the 3D ones are a little bit better because they're, they come a little pre-assembled, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so, and you have options now. Now you can mm-hmm. mirror them, you can do some stuff to take those three sculpts and, and stretch it out a little bit. Yeah. That's the real beauty of 3D printing. For me, it's not even the cost, it's just what the flexibility of what you can do with a 3D print that you couldn't do with, a, I mean, you can do it with a resin model, but it's a lot harder to do some of the conversions. Yeah. So how are you guys liking the, uh, you know, we've had a lot of rules updates in terms of armies. So how are you guys liking the Night Stalkers and now the Northern Alliance? Why don't you give me your, give me, give me your, give me, give me your, uh, your opinion. Marshall, you want to start oh, us off? Oh, my opinion's rough. Well, go ahead. So as someone who's been playing, you know, this game for two years now. Okay. I love it. It's great. Yeah. But if I were coming in today and, you know, I didn't know much about it. I would be calling it, I call it GW syndrome, where I see new models and I see new lists and I go, is that how they do this? New models means new list and new list, new hotness. There's been like a lot of comments on Facebook and what's interesting is like just Northern Alliance. Mm-hmm. They're like, this is broken. What I find interesting is the really good players, none of them are saying that. Yeah, to your point, Again, there, well, there is play. more emphasis on new models getting new mm-hmm. new rules. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just had Kings of Memphis and an Abyssal Army one. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people but, can say that it's all the new hotness, but maybe. It, it's the, if it were the outsider looking in versus, sure. again. Sure. Like me, well, I, and you're, I think you're make, we're making the same point, which is I think it's the uninformed or the people mm-hmm. that aren't engaged that don't know that they make new models. Those models get new rules, right. but they're not necessarily, they're not, it's, there's no power creep here. If you want to bring the for, frost claws against me, please do. Now, let's be honest, scorch wings are still a problem. Yeah. Right? Correct. Right? They're still a problem, but, you know, that will hopefully be resolved here in a few months. <laughs> so keep going. Well, no, it's, that's just, again, from the outsider perspective. Otherwise, they do look awesome. I love the idea of like, the whole frozen thing. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Mattering. Let me ask you this. There's another, another like, comment that we you? see a lot of is that people are like, I only want them to release rules changes once a year. And from Mantic's point, well, we have new models. Mm-hmm. I can't hold all the models to the end of the year. And I can't release rules without models because people then will just... Right. Other companies will just make the models. It's the whole Chapter yeah. House GW thing all over again. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. What about the, 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 the cadence army list updates do you like using the, the companion oh you- I, I love the companion yeah um so to me it i would like to see a roadmap of when the next army changes are roughly okay that's a good point too maybe, maybe there's a way to communicate like a marketing plan it's third quarter of this right year, these this is the schedule arm, er, this is the schedule of what's coming mm-hmm. yeah it, you know, keep it wide so we know roughly, but we don't know the exact date because, you know, it's a business. You never know. Absolutely. Hiding the basketball now, apparently. 
<laughs> yeah, right. Oh, you're hiding it from Eric. Thank you. <laughs> so that's funny. No, all right. Over to you, Matt. What are you? What are your thoughts? Because I mean, you're more of a veteran guy. You've been around a little bit longer than Marshall, maybe six months, a year. How how much longer have you been oh, playing? I think it was two years, wasn't it? I, again, I'm not certain when yeah. you picked it up. So, uh, so is that what he does? Is he the older brother? Yes, he is. And so did he, like, learn this? He's like, I'm going to go learn this game and really get good at it, and then when I when I bring you into it, I'm going to pound you into the ground? No, no, no. Well, generally, well, yes, he like, when we were younger, yes, they started games. I was a little kid. I was like, I want to play with my big brothers. Like, now that we're older, you know, I've got games that I play that he doesn't, Star Wars Legion being one of right. them. Right. Yeah, I love um, that game, by the way. Oh, it's fun. It, it's fun. Shatterpoint. I'm, I haven't played Shatterpoint I'm yet. I'm getting into I'm yeah. building with this. Like, I was looking to get into Warhammer. With my wrath, forty k or fantasy, yeah, fantasy, okay. And then they 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 nuked it. Right as I was getting enough to actually play, they just nuked it and went to Age of Sigmar, and I was just like, well, right, okay. And <laughs> then yeah, once Matt's like, yeah, Kings of War, I'm like, okay. And then I started working out in Texas where I couldn't barely get a day off. So right, I, well, yeah. What are your thoughts on all the the, the changes that we've seen? So uh, trying to think of the right way to say this. I, I'm excited for the changes. I think looking at Night Stalkers, looking at Northern Alliance, um, honestly, uh, Reforge Orcs and Halflings, I look at those and I go, okay, I see the synergies they're trying to do. Mm -hmm. I see what these armies are supposed to be like and supposed to do and all that. I guess complaints, but I know it doesn't... We, we've got kind of a new rules committee and all that. When that last book came out, I remember opening it up, and uh, we were at Michigan GT, actually. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, cool, all right, what do we got? And I looked through the Abyssals, because that's, you know, what I was playing, and nothing. I got no, no changes. I'm like, ah, yeah. So I think maybe part of the, uh, I'm going to call it the overreaction or uh, people's strong opinions about Northern Alliance and all yeah. that, is they're going, oh, my gosh, look at all this change. Jason! Well, we should have had... In my opinion, again, you know, just, just my opinion, there should have been more smaller changes last year. So to me, it's almost like, hey, we're trying to get caught up now with all what I was expecting. Maybe what you're hitting on is that we kind of lost a year. We didn't really have a Clash of Kings last year. They took the previous Clash of Kings and they rolled all the Uncharted Empires and they put it in a book. So there wasn't new stuff no. last year. Now we're starting to see it, obviously, with, with um, Night Stalkers and with Northern Alliance. Maybe this Clash of Kings is, is the next big thing. Or, you know, I don't know, long term, it, maybe Clash of Kings is not, you know, maybe it's not going to happen on an annual basis. I've seen people call it the Codex model. They're like, the Codex model. It's like, well, all right, I can see that, but Codexes are every seven years or eight years. So I don't know if it's that. But, I mean, doing Army-specific updates and just every month or every couple months having one, I don't, I don't know. I like the idea of every year we're going to keep you know, everything that didn't get something new, we're going to rebalance or relook at or redo. I, I really hope uh, Mantic keeps with that because mm -hmm. one of the cool things I think about Kings of War is the fact that I can jump in and go pretty much any army and have a fighting chance. I don't think there's an army I look at and go, 100%. Oh, they're completely garbage, you know. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, there's some, there's some units that Scorch Wings we talked about, which right. are pretty good, Yeah, right? But... Um, I, I don't want to lose that. That's definitely, like, the one thing for King's War I really hope 
stays. And I, I know Mantic's not planning anything crazy like that, but, you know. I don't want to lose the ability for a casual player to get into the game. Exactly. Right? Because it, casual players are the lifeblood of the game. You want to be able to get, make it accessible, right? And if you're constantly changing, and if it, if it is more of the GW model, then that's that's where they kind of lose me. Because, I mean, it's not that I can't mentally keep up with it. I just I, I don't have the time to keep up with it, right? Exactly. Yeah. Well, again, luckily, they've said they're not doing the GW model. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah exactly. It's right. a, at this moment. I think what you're going to see is all speculation on my part. We're going to get a Clash of Kings this year. Mm-hmm. I'm going to update a bunch of things, just like they always do, bring stuff up that needs to be, you know, uh, brought up, and maybe a couple of units that need to be brought down. But, you know, the things that are happening in Companion, it'll probably be new army unit type updates. Mm. Because one of the things I noticed is they're trying to do is, number one, they've got new models coming out. That's the mm-hmm. first thing, right? Oh, yeah. But also... They're they're trying to get rid of like some of their older sculpts like PVC. The classic example is they got rid of the specters right in the right. Night Stalker list. Nobody was running. Well, I shouldn't say nobody, but they were not a common unit. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, well, we have this alternate sculpt from the Scarecrow kit. Let's just make that doppelgangers. Mm-hmm. I get it. So you guys like the companion? Oh yeah, I love the companion. I mean, I like the companion too. If you don't want to pay for it, you don't have to. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is a reason to pay for it, right? Which is you get all the rule stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the rules look up may be my favorite. Oh. Part. Yeah. Just like, what's 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 the rule on that? Uh, you know, uh, the spell. What's the range on wind blast? Boom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wind blast. Oh, it's this. You know. Yeah. It just it's. And so you uh, carry one, you know, an iPad or something around. I mean, here's the thing. I understand there's people that don't want to do that. I get it. So you can still have a book, but yeah. Now that I've used it multiple events, like it's hard to go back. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to go back. Building lists is awesome. The rules is awesome. Their one weakness is the tournament side it's, of it. I, I yeah, want it's not more good. Development it's not that. good. It's not good. It's weird because it's like it's like anything in life or anything in business. If a company's doing something that's not their core competency, they struggle. And I like mm-hmm. I literally don't think they they really have a lot of experience with running tournaments mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the software we're using this weekend right is tabletop score mm-hmm. and when you, have you guys used that before first time using it but so far it was like oh well I'll just upload my list okay exactly That's easy. so we just used it for the second straight year and it's like we were completely paperless we had no no pack no paper nothing there's still some user interface things that, that he wants to improve on but by and large it works the way it is and it's built from the ground up for kings of war but more importantly it's customizable so that if you want to have a, like i have a crazy scoring system that doesn't have attrition or kill points <laughs> cool you know you basically build the formulas in and it make the inputs to pull the inputs after the game the forms what i'm saying is it gives you a lot of flexibility mm-hmm. and it's built from somebody from the perspective of someone that's run tournaments and understands what do we need right yeah you know, and it does soft scores. It does everything. It'll do any score you want as long as you build the form to ask for the information from the player. It'd be fun at the end of the weekend after you've had a chance to play it for five games, <laughs> what your thoughts are. Um, like, like I said, it's not perfect. It's still, you still got some quirks, but by and large, it's most of the way there. And in terms of companion, you know, I, like I said, I, I, I think it's magic. It's not, not their core competency running tournaments, which, right, the, the yeah. best point you can make is the fact they don't even want to run Clash of Kings. They're letting Steve Hilger run it, which is a smart move. Yeah. Let the community run it. They're the experts at it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but... You know, the, the, the one thing that, that, that is a rub is that, man, if their companion tournament app was better, boy, wouldn't it be nice to have integration like that with yeah. the list? It's so easy to just give them the code. Uh, this is the tournament. Mm-hmm. Build a list, and you assign that, you know, you basically yeah. automatically pulls it in. And then from a data perspective, the rules committee has access to all that stuff. Yeah. In terms of companion, I mean, obviously the tournament is a, the tournament software is something they need to work on. What else, what other improvements would you guys like to see on companion? Hmm. I, I can't think of it because 
any it, like mistakes they fix pretty quick uh, right now at least. I know it was rough at the start, but you know they've mostly smoothed that part out. Mm-hmm. I for Kings of War, I, I don't really know much. So I, I know for Armada Kingdoms of Men, please, please. Okay, I have a Kingdoms of Men fleet. Yeah, I well, yeah, I, they're not in there. I started getting it, and then I'm like, all right, yeah, companion app, and I'm like, uh, King, no Kingdoms of Men. It's yeah. Like, oh. Beyond that, again, everything I've heard about the Armada, it's it, Armada's a great game. It's a lot of fun. But on the app, is, is it working well? I mean, you can build your lists. You know, I, to be fair, I haven't used the Armada features a lot okay. in, in, in on Companion. I mean, mostly doing yeah, Kings of War stuff. I mean, it feels like it does what it's supposed to do. Right. Army construction seems like it, they've got that down. Um, rules interactions and that kind of thing, it feels mm-hmm. like it's got it down. Is there anything that's missing? I mean, there's other games still that they could potentially add, right? You know, I guess you could add Vanguard if they wanted. I was say, I'd like to think of something, but... Man, I, I, I really enjoy the app. I think yeah. the, the companion, I think, is just fantastic for what it is. Like, Well, and it's reasonably, I don't know what is, how much does it cost? Is it $60 a year? I think so, yeah. So like five bucks a month? Five, five ten bucks a month, I mean. Yeah, and then you got another three bucks for the vault, right? Mm-hmm. Which, that's just a stupid good value, right? I mean, uh, it's, it's almost moronic to think, yeah, I don't know, not moronic, but it, it, it's really hard to tell me that that's... The way I look at it is if I can just use one of the sculpts mm-hmm. from that month that I paid for. Because, I mean, now most of the stuff I'm buying, you know, is, you know, $15, $10. I'm buying a lot of terrain. Right. But, like, it's like 10 bucks a, a, a building. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, this is $3. If I can just <laughs> if I can just use one of the models or one of the units, I, I call it a good value. You, you could almost say, oh, I'm actually paying 10 bucks for the vault and 3 bucks for the, the thing, but, you know. Yeah. Good way to look at it. Yeah, because, you know, I don't know at this point, too. The, I'm assuming the early bird's over and the prices probably went up a little bit. So I'd be curious to maybe do a deep dive at some point what the price is at now and what we think about the value. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, no, I, I think it's one of their uh, Mantic's better moves, quite frankly, because now I'd say, well, I, what rule? But hey, just down, get, get the app. Just get download the app, take a look. But, what other companies are out there that you're aware of that's doing this? Cut, I'm gonna call it cutting edge. Things that are like, okay, you're 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 selling STL files now, moving to a digital rulebook, you know, list building app. I mean, what other companies are doing those things? I mean, I guess the STL file is the thing that's real different, right? Right. Yeah. There's other companies that have list builders and yeah, and like, rule books. I, I know, like the Star Wars X-wing game, they switched over to using an app for their uh, point system for building their stuff because. It was constantly changing. They were right out, so they've just like, nope, it's all on the app now. So I know that changed. Privateer Press with the new right. Warmer Hordes, or mm. they, call, they call it War Machine now, just yeah. War Machine. But yeah, version four, I think. Mm-hmm. They're they're all online as well. Yeah, that, yeah. that one's odd. <laughs> well, go ahead. Give me. I, I I like talking about the industry. So give me your yeah, just. Okay, so we're going to all you know STL 3D print. But but you can't buy the STLs. You got to buy us printing the STLs. Right, and I'm like, yeah. well, okay, so. Like how is that different? You know, it's like it's cheaper for them. Buying that's what's different, okay. <laughs> right? I guess it's from a from a manufacturing model. I guess it's cheaper in the sense that they don't have to stock. It's quicker for them to produce them, yeah. so they can maybe print them faster. And I don't know. Again, it was just sort of odd to me. It's like, well, okay, it's cool STLs. I can download it. And, you know, get all this stuff. Yeah. Oh no, no, no! You're buying 3D printed stuff from us. I'm like, well, why are you telling me it's 3D printed. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. If, you're, if I'm buying a physical model, it doesn't really matter that it's 3D printed. Yeah. It doesn't... 
help me exactly. that it's 3D printed, yeah. right? I mean, if it's resin or if it's plastic, I don't really care. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, it's a weird. It's a weird hybrid thing. I don't know how that's going to work out. I, again, on their end, sure, that makes perfect sense to you know subcontract it out. And all right, well, here's our Australia, here's our Europe, right. here's our America. Okay, you don't have to ship models around the world. You can have STL printing facilities in different yeah. areas and ge- you know, geographically save some money shipping models. I get it. Again, it's I I I like the business model on their end, but the thing that was weird on on you know as the consumer, it's like oh, it's three D printed STL. I'm like, oh okay, oh no, no, okay, like. Do you think it, do you think they did it this way to okay, cool. maybe from the are they trying to help the perspective of the store? That could be it. I, yeah, I, I don't know. Again, it was just sort of weird that they came out and we we're talking about you know 3D printed STL and I think a lot of us were like, oh okay, that's kind of interesting. I'm kind yeah. of interested. And then it's like, yeah, just buy it from our you know go to the website and buy it from us. I'm like, everything is 3D printed 100. percent Yeah. And you compare that to Mantic, some of their stuff is 3D mm-hmm. printed, but the stuff that is 3D printed, they have commercial licenses for your stores that have brick and mortars, Mm -hmm. right, Mm -hmm. to print those things out. And I think that was their workaround. Like, I get get the argument that, like, hey, you have this range of stuff, and now you're selling it digitally. You're under. You potentially could undercut my sales. Yeah. So I guess that that was their. Maybe that's. Maybe that was. Privateer process thought process that we'll still sell them in stores. I guess. But are they selling them in stores? I I haven't seen. I mean, our store did have some. They did a bunch of pre-orders and brought people stuff in. Nothing I've seen in Indy, but I that could. The Sinclair Games, uh, did they used to stock warmer hordes? He used to, but uh, he had a giant sale. I think it was like seventy or eighty percent. Oh, nice, and you bought some stuff. Everybody did. Yeah, I mean, everybody said, "Yeah, I'll grab that." You know. Yeah. Now, does he stock Mantic yet? He does stock Mantic. Not as much Kings War anymore. Our 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 group kind of goes up, and you know, we add a bunch of people, and then you know, some of them decide, "Oh, a new forty K is out," and we're like, "All right, mm-hmm. see you in six to eight months." Right. But, I mean, stocking rule books or stocking, you know, ambush box sets, yeah. Yeah. which, I mean, I don't care what anybody uh, says. I'm not 3D printing a model when I can buy a plastic model for a dollar. That's the big thing for me with Mantic is everyone's like, oh, just get 3D printed stuff. I'm like, dude, I would love to set up a 3D printed stuff. It would take my daughters probably oh. two or three minutes I don't have the room. walked over and put yeah. that. And then there's always the, the, the other concern about, oh. you, like you said, once you get a dial in and somebody messes with it, yeah. I don't foresee myself buying a 3D printer. No. Which, But I'm fine with taking models, giving them to my local store owner, sure. having him print me models, and I pay some, some money. Perfectly yeah. fine with that. Uh, Sinclair Games does that. You, oh, so he has oh, printers. Oh, yeah. He's got a bunch of printers. He does a lot of he does a lot of terrain. So you know, up your fantastic, alley fantastic. Um, you know, if you want something, you can I'm liking this store more and more. Every time oh, I deal oh, with yeah. this, I, and I have no, I've never talked to this store, but I mean, I've I oh, bought yeah. several orders already, and everything I, on their website, it just it seems oh, like a great store. You can find it on Facebook and YouTube, and they do some stream. They've got some videos mm-hmm. of some of. Them. When are you guys going to stream some Kings of War games from Sinclair Games? Yeah. I I need to. We need to start talking with them that more. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good so. point. Actually, Just use that back room. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. But yeah, I, I know they do a lot of like Star Wars, mm-hmm. uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol was done for a while. Flames of War. Uh, then yeah, we got Kings of War, Flames of War. Fl- Flames yeah, of War. Flames of War. Mm-hmm. Flames of War. Well, Marshall, we don't want to leave you out of the conversation. What are some of your thoughts on what Mantic is doing and how it fits in the greater industry? Again, when it comes to it, one of the greatest things I think about when it comes to the vault is those upgrades. 100%. 
And to me, I'm wondering if maybe that's something we might see more with Mantic. Well, now that they have it, can't they make us stuff that they don't already make in resin? I'm a classic example. Let's say I don't have access to, or I'm a person that doesn't have access to 3D printing, mm -hmm. right? It's sort of like they they, they will probably still want to make them resin. Of, yes, they're yeah. cost prohibitive. I've bought more ceremonial guard upgrade kits than anybody, <laughs> and that's fine. You know, they're expensive, mm -hmm. but I like the way they look. But if, but now that, you know, down the road, if I could 3D print them, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, I mean, the beauty of 3D printing for me is that you could, you don't have to have three options. You could have 10 different mm -hmm. arm options because it's just take that armor and that arm and just tweak it a little bit and give me a new STL file. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Again, like you, as you were saying, you know, hey, uh, a cape with leaves. and That'd be awesome. You know, that's something that, oh, you can just make it once, boom, here you go. And now people are using Sylvankin. They've got forces of nature. Maybe they'll throw it on Salamander. Undead army that's in the forest. I mean... You know, Ophidia in twenty twenty four. That's what I want. I want a whole Ophidian army <laughs> available for all STLs. The whole army. I want all the units. I want everything. Yeah, I don't know. That's good to me. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm politicking as much as I can. I'm trying to get it. I, honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if we do see a slow change going into the future, where more stores are doing three D printing uh type stuff yeah as it's it's they weird figure out how to get it dialed in and keep it dialed that's in. the hard part right like i mm -hmm. like my store owner he's like yeah, i'm happy to do it but man sometimes it doesn't it's not cost efficient because if i give him an unsupported model and he's got to figure it out mm -hmm. and he's got to you know it's like it's not worth it's not worth the efforts right but as the stuff gets better and the models come pre-supported and things are all you know dialed in and mm -hmm. the people that don't want to adapt like the store owners that don't want to adapt well then they're going to be dinosaurs and they're you know five ten years ago the big thing was we're going to pivot to, to offer food and we're going to offer you know they're trying to find other sources of income besides just models mm -hmm. this is another one all right oh, yeah. we'll, uh, we're going to do 3d printing for you yep. well again the companies can do like hey here's accessories to go with these models Ooh. fit and they'll what, what if this? All right, Ronnie. If he's li he's not listening, let's be honest. Ronnie's not listening. But if he was, where's my hat, Ronnie? That's right. Where is Matt's Someone hat? Someone tell Ronnie all of this. Why couldn't they make custom sculpts that weren't part of the vault? They the stores that were had business commercial licenses. If you had something like a little something that your store could only you could only get it from your store. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would be that would be good incentive for stores, right? Especially. Have you guys been playing with any of the new ambush rules? It's it's on our to do list. No, you guys got to do it. It's so much fun. What I will say is, I tell people like, if 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 you're trying to play it like uber competitively, it kind of falls apart. It's not really built for that. I think it's more built for hey, let's get into the game, let's let's move some units around, let's. I mean, we're playing a game, but at the at the same time, it's. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're limited, right? You you don't have hordes. You don't have you don't have access to the the inspiring. You, well, you only have access to what three. Mm -hmm. yeah. Heroes, monsters, titans, war engines. So and irregulars. All flyers are regular in that game, mm -hmm. which I like that. I do too. But it's so much fun because you can play like in one evening. You can play like two or three games, so right? There's a new group in Muncie. Is that yeah. Dev Slavin? Dev's, Dev's group. Yeah, they, they just opened a store. Uh, it's like three no, did Dev, Dev's dad open the store, right? Mm -hmm. Dev's. I no, where were they playing before that? I. Was it Atomic Games, I think it was called? And where is yeah. that? Is that in Muncie? Also in Muncie, yeah. But uh, Let me ask you a question. Is there enough people in Muncie to bring two stores? The, the new store is sports cards and some gaming stuff. The old store was like all gaming stuff. I mean, Muncie's a college town, so... What's, what university is there? Ball uh, State? Ball State. Okay. Look at that. I knew that. I was like, oh, okay. Chirp, chirp. Ball State. <laughs> Knights of the Dinner Tables. Anybody ever read that? So. Yep. Good old Muncie for that old one. Muncie. Uh, but there's also a group, apparently, up in... Um, 
Fort Wayne that has just started. You saw the post from somebody that was talking. The Michigan guys were talking about it, right? Yeah. Because like, mm-hmm. they did like the Midland Mayhem, mm-hmm. Motor City Mayhem up in Midland. Yeah. And he runs the runs an event in Fort Wayne. So I'm like, you guys are right an hour away, right? Two yeah, hours? I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here going, okay, so we got Indy, we got Muncie, we got this. But I guess like the they're still growing and all that. It's like, man, we got to do some ambush here in Indy. Absolutely. Just mm-hmm. so we can go up there and go, well, hey, guys, so play, you know. I called somebody out. They have signed up, from what I understand. Andrew Summers is supposed to be at the Michigan GT. Oh, really? Okay. Mm. And he's not listening to this, too, because he's too cool to listen to this. Hold on, I'm going to text him right now. Please do. <laughs> it's like, hey, I heard you go to the Michigan GT. There's a lot of people like that, though, uh, that, I, that I would like to see back that maybe have had other reasons to take a break. And then there's a lot of new people. There's a lot of people on the periphery that are ready to play this game. And we have found Ambush has been great because it kind of re- reinvigorated us a little bit. Like, we did a slow-grow league where you're slowly building up mm. units. And when you're playing Ambush... You know, adding one unit to a 500-point army or a 750-point like really changes the dynamic of the army. Mm. Yeah. I, I do want to see Mantic come out with more ambush box sets. 100%. They, that include their older stuff. Yeah, well, it's. It, so. I think they've really been pushing the, the plastics, and I get it. But, like, one of the things I love is the fact that there's now, like, little booklets that come with it that explains the army, how to put them together, or instructions. Oh, nice. Oh, yes. oh my God. Fantastic. Yeah, fantastic, right? Please put uh, that in the Nyad and Snarer boxes. Oh, my gosh. So that way we can stop getting that question. Oh, the question with the, the guy that's in the net. What's this it? guy? What's this guy? And it was funny because I think Dan King posted that. I'm like, Dan, you've been around for 15 <laughs> years. What are you doing, Dan? I, I do think some people now just do it. Just oh, it's like yeah, it's a poke the bear kind of thing? I yeah. Do. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to buy these Nyads for, uh, for the Alliance. I'm like, hey, everybody, what's this? That's I, I fantastic. It is, but it's just fun to mess with people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but you're right. I think uh, an ambush thing in your area would, would go over big. Now, where would you do it? Would you do it at Sinclair? Or do you have the table space to do it at Sinclair? So, yeah, we could, I mean, Ambush, since it's smaller, yeah, we could probably fit. I mean, a 6 by 4 you could probably get two games in on yeah. each table. I mean, we could probably fit 20 people in. Oh, nice. Yeah. 18 great. to 20. Well, I mean, even if you had 10, yeah. that's yeah. all you really need to yeah. get a, a group growing, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, when we could probably, if, if we had enough signups, we could probably do Game Preserve South. They yeah, don't, they don't carry Mantic products anymore, so that's is it. One of, I mean, a lot of stores like carry it; they get out of it, yeah. and they might come carry it again. But at the end of the day, they have to carry what people are playing. And, yeah. and if yeah. a lot of people aren't playing it there, I, I get it. Yeah, and that's pretty much what happened. We, you know, there were several of us playing stuff. They brought some stuff in, and I'm like, I don't need a brand new army right now. And then nobody else needed a brand new army, and it's like, well, well, it's the tricky part too. Is you gotta have, you gotta have, you gotta really understand. Mm-hmm what you bring in to yeah. make sure that you're bringing in stuff that's useful. That's why the ambush boxes at our store, they're flying off the shelves. Okay, the commitment is 40 bucks or 40 whatever it is, 45 bucks. Yeah. And it's like, well, even if I don't play Kings of War, mm-hmm. there's goblin players in other games and stuff, or even for D&D, like for 40 bucks, I can get mm-hmm. 40 goblins and two chariots? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I can. And that's that. That you're almost into that impulse buy. Well, you kind of are in that impulse yeah. buy territory. It, the zombies are great for D&D. Because, oh, yeah. like, absolutely. Now, well, can you imagine what it'll be when the zombies make it into an ambush box set? Oh, mm. So, because at that price, they're going to be, could really go crazy oh, then. Yeah. Crazier, crazier, crazier. Crazier. You're already crazy because you're already built. With, with the purchase of the, uh, the companion or the, the subscription to the companion, I have like two lists that are just. All right, how many zombies can I throw in a list? And and what's your uh, twenty three hundred points? How many zombies have you gotten in there? I'm trying to think, it's like fourteen legions if you wanted to do it right, <sighs> but that would have a few. And that's sixty things. sixty models. And, I don't want to do the math, but yeah, that's a lot to paint. Yeah, 
And then I think I had a horde list that was. I've been playing. I've been paying goblins, and I feel your pain. Like after you get like number one eighty seven, one eighty eight. It's like good lord, how many goblins? Do I, it turns out yeah. you need a lot of goblins. Yeah, yeah. I, again, if you are willing to sacrifice some, like I'm trying to think, some really high quality ness, you can really you can hammer out zombies. Yeah. So it. I mean, if you're going detailed, like I want to get all the hair right, I want to make certain to get the face exactly. right. You could definitely. But there's zombies though. You don't need to. Or you can just, just boom, done. I've got. Are you guys done contrast now. painters? I know. I know you're not. You're not a contrast painter. I experiment with it on. Do you like it? I don't use just contrast. Right. It's a tool. Yeah. To me, it's another tool that, you know, okay, contrast gives me that. Now I can add a little bit more, give it more depth. So that's awesome. I'm, I'm experimenting with it more, but not on my undead because I didn't have any of those when I started the undead. <laughs> I understand. That's one of the things that's weird too. Is like or weird. It's, it's one of the things that's interesting is that when you start an army and mm. these are long. I mean, my my ogre army is five or six years. I mean, it's been a long. Started it in 2016, so seven years. I've been working on it. Mm -hmm. Over that time, new models come out. You get better at painting, mm -hmm. right? Like yeah. it, it's 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 interesting to see. This is my first model to my last model. Like, oh, so it's mm. it's an interesting process, especially if you end up changing paints. Because I do. Well, actually, okay. I have one unit that does look very different. My zombie trolls, right? Because the blue is a different blue. Well, thank God to Sinclair Games because I'm like mm. I had a recipe that I used on my ogres. And I'm like, well, I'm gonna do the same skin color on my goblins because I don't want them green. Because everybody, Matt's already got green covered. I don't. Yeah. I don't need green. So I, I get there, and I'm like, green. I don't have any. i got to order some paint from Reaper. I'm like, ah. And it turns out this color was discontinued in 20-whatever. Sinclair Games, though, mm. had two bottles. Mm. I'm like, bloop. And you know what I was worried? I was like, well, crap, it's going to be junky, right? Now, I don't know when they ordered it, but it was perfectly fine. Because sometimes you order paint online, and sometimes it, but yeah. like their paint was like primo. They must order from Reaper a fair amount. He does. He does. And yeah. so they had the two discontinued, the discontinued colors on it. So now I'm back in business. But... Long term, I still have to have another plan because yeah. I'm not. It's that's it. Like there, that's it. So at some point, even those bottles are going to run out. Yeah, a lot of my rust effects. I'm like, oh well, I use this group from Vallejo. Oh nope, nope. Your special effects paints are gone, discontinued. Fun. Mm -hmm. One of the reasons why I dislike using the Citadel stuff because they change so mm -hmm. much mm -hmm. and they change formulas. I swear by their shades. I loved them, mm -hmm. but you know, recently. Last year, they changed them again. Yep. So I went and bought as much Nolan Oil and as accurate Earthshade and Ethonian <laughs> Camel Shade that I could get because I knew the formula was different. And sure enough, yeah, it, it flows way differently. Yep. I guess it's asking too much that we're going to have, like, the same paint 10 years from now, right? I get it. The other thing is there's so many new paint ranges. What are you using these days? Um, are you a Monument Hobbies guy? What are you? Yeah, you look. he looks like a, he looks like a, a call to the new kind of guy. Uh, Monument Hobbies, <laughs> and then I still use a lot of Reapers. So yeah. kind, kind of those two, and then... Mixing in stuff here and there. Uh, again, like my, a lot of my rust effects, things like that, were the old Vallejo mm -hmm. special effects. Um, so, it's, you know, with paint, I feel like you got to just kind of pick and choose what right. works for you because, mm -hmm. well, this paint and this color from this line has this solvent in it, which does this. And I mean, there's so much. If you find something that works, you yeah. just want to keep using it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's your go to. This is how I paint. This color blue. Yeah, I've, I've right. been trying to do a lot of, as weird as this sounds, reading on, like, how colors were developed and discovered and the chemical stuff. And it's, it's boring and fascinating at the same time, if that mm -hmm. makes any sense. You're like, oh, well, that's how they got Ferrari red. Like, 
weird. Okay. You know, Interesting. Oh, well, they use this and they use this together. And it's like, oh, okay. And mm. then, you know, all the paints from all the companies have different consistencies. and all. Well, and if they have, so, like, liquid pigments and powdered pigments and right. the way it's chemically formulated. And, you know, they have a company called War Paints, I think, out of, like, mm-hmm. Cyprus. And they have a lot of science behind it. it yeah. I want it to be easier. I want to just, like, that's why I like Reaper. Yeah. I want to paint this color. Buy the triad and paint. The, there's there your base, you your, your base, your shadow and your highlight good that's all you need I, I actually started doing all that research after my daughters dumped uh two different brands of paint on my carpet and i'm like huh well this one does this on the carpet and this one like leaves a layer over it huh i wonder why and interesting yeah what do you want Manti to do in the next couple of years what, what what's on your wish list that's a tough one well again i i mentioned mine the going back to their old lines updating mm-hmm Again, I will still say, and again, I know it's a touchy subject for some, I would love a dedicated RPG. Did you guys get burned in it? I did not. It, when yeah. that came out, I th- or when that was going, I think my wife was pregnant with our second. I'm like, yeah, no, no, I'm not doing that. I, that's cool, though. I wish I could. And um, mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A- a- as a thought exercise, I've been working on, like, a fantasy system. With the idea of like, okay, well, maybe, you know, Kings of War-ish. I don't know how good it is, but it's an idea of something that is not not 5th edition D&D. Right. Because yeah. that, that's kind of what everyone's doing. And it's like, you know, there's a market for fantasy. And I think there's a market for something different as well. Right. Because yeah. we're seeing that now, actually. We're starting to see more other fantasy RPG games, and again, I would love a dedicated... Yeah, I mean, when Mantic. when they had the RPG Kickstarter with that other company, I was mm. like, oh, this is cool. I, yeah. I don't play RPGs, but this would be a nice start because it kind of like a segue into from my passion with Kings of War. Like, mm. okay, I can... Maybe my characters can be this thing, and I can build them up and have, like, special adventures with them, and mm-hmm. but it did not work out. Yeah. So, but you know, to Manchi's credit, uh, the, uh, you guys got the models from it, right? They, so they, they released all the models that were sculpted for the Kings of War RPG. And those are all available. Any of the backers got an email saying, Hey, here's all the content and stuff. So yeah. it was, no. uh, it was something, I, but there's several people that got burned hard. Yeah. I've gotten I, one of the box sets where when they, I guess, took what adventure stuff they had already written and made it a fifth edition sure. box set with all the, the terrain and, that's really cool. Oh, that's the newer oh. stuff, right? The, the stuff that they've they're, they're making kits to like yeah, mm-hmm. like expansions and stuff, like, like one shots or yeah, yeah. It's essentially a train crate, but it has a fifth edition D and D rule set essentially, and it's got map. It's got interesting, uh, but it's got the terrain pieces, and I've used some of it in my dungeon army here. So that sounds awesome. How are you guys going to do this weekend? Uh, so I mean, you're here. That's yeah. a good start. Yeah, definitely. And you have a painted army. Let's put back together, Matt. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> Already victory. This is going to sound sort of weird. I have no earthly idea because it's best of the rest, which you would think. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, well, you know, all the really good players are in this. Yeah, game. but there's really good players that didn't make game. the Masters. And like Grant Fetter's playing best rest. I'm like, right. come on, Grant. Grant Fetter, Kara, and I'm like, man, that's like some of the better players in our region. And right. Like, are all the regions sending their really good players? I mean, I so I have no earthly idea. Um, I'm hoping to have five fun games, hopefully playing people I have not played. Exactly before. right. That, that's all I yeah, really that's, care. That's kind of me too. I'd love to be, again, me being hopeful is getting close to counter charge. Man. Uh, that halfway point. Well, how awesome would that be? You win the counter charge award. That means you're, you're average. Yeah. Well, I, I'll and we all want to aspire to be average, right? 
I want average dice rolls. Normally they're a below average for mm-hmm. us, the temple luck, uh, as we call it. Um, but yeah, no, it's the same. I want to play five people that I've never played before. That's, that's awesome. That's what I would love to do. You know, I've played Felix, Para, Matt. Like, give me somebody new. So, Absolutely. And I think with the size we have, hopefully we won't have to. Yeah, I mean, 46 up. players, I think, is what they're at today, yeah. which is pretty good. That's mm-hmm. that's bigger than most GTs. It yeah. is, yeah. Yeah, and the venue's nice and airy, and mm-hmm. I think uh, it's nice It's nice having a table for your army. Oh, yes. man, yeah. Because you know how you go to those events, you're like, ah, oh, where's my dad? My dad's piled up in the corner. And it's like, no, this is, and I don't have to, like, find a place for my display board. Or mm-hmm. or having to put your dead units under the, the table, table and then somebody and, step on them. Yeah, like that, that, I mean, that happens. Yeah, it does. So it's nice having the extra space. Mm-hmm. So what do you, what are you, you're going to bring Undead and you're going to bring Goblins to Michigan GT? That's the plan. My my plan was basically, uh, Adepticon was my last run with the uh, Abyssals and the thought was, well, if I do super good and somehow end up at best of the re- or at uh, uh, masters, then I'll keep running them. But you know, it was time for a change. I've, I've been running abyssals for three, four years now, so it's like, yeah, mm. do something different, right. change it up. So yeah, for me, it's undead. Planning in case anyone doesn't know, for Michigan, you get a chariot. Yeah, I gotta figure out what I want to do. I'm like, I'm stoking now because I'm like, what am I gonna do? So I'm, it, it, yeah, first of all, I gotta figure out what army I'm gonna bring. What are you gonna do? Well, you got I, some ideas? I've got some plans, um, dude. Back to one, bro. No, I, I, that so, come on, just think. You can start start the army now, yeah. and then you just transition <laughs> it into the other. No, army. no, that that is the plan. I do have, uh, I think, something that I can use as Ecto one. It's not to scale yeah. because. You know, putting a car that's to scale on a, on a chariot base doesn't be difficult. quite work. Yeah, but I have. But you can make the Ecto one float, like it's like it's haunted. That's a good point, right? It can be like yeah. I don't know. I'm, no, no, that's that's a really good idea. And I mean, yeah. I have to think about that. Mm. No, but for an undead theme, I have something fun. Not a corpse cart. Something. No, not a corpse cart. Well, I mean, I kind of did that last time, but right. No, this one. This one involves a car. Okay. But it's also medieval, and I'm going to leave it there, and anyone who understands is going to go, okay. Anyone a a medieval car? Surprise. Nope. Groovy. Yeah, it's groovy. It's going to be very groovy. <laughs> and we're going to leave it there. That's amazing. That's amazing. So, And you're bringing goblins. Anything new? Um, I don't know about new list or anything. Again, we'll see. See how the next couple days go. Yeah. Um, but uh, my for Michigan GT, my chariot rider, um, I believe it's Weird Games. For Malifaux? Malifaux, Malifaux. Mm-hmm. They've got a goblin riding a alligator. Of course, I've got a sewer, you know. Yeah, you have a sewer theme. A sewer With, like, theme. they're collecting slaves and stuff. It's cool, man. Yeah. Uh, if anybody gets a chance, actually, like, read the stuff around my army list and then look at you, it. You need to go to King of Memphis, man, where you get points for bringing a background story. I do. And having theme. So I've got a gator rider. So I got a goblin on a gator. That's my my chariot because again sewer. It Absolutely fits perfect. Um, I took the Malifaux goblin and switched it up so it's actually a mantic goblin riding the alligator and plenty to do a few more things with it. But right, pretty cool looking already. And I mean, something riding an alligator. That sounds How awesome. Cool that mm. know, that sounds super awesome. <laughs> you got any? You got armies on the horizon. What's your next? Oh, you, are you going to go back to the Northern Alliance and get that finished with the Elsa and the yeah, Anna? That's the plan. Some again, something else to do with my daughters. Uh, my three-year-old is still attached to my hip, so uh, <laughs> well, it's good because you need you need the, the help on YouTube. Yeah. Yes. 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 Definitely. Yeah. If your daughter's not in the video, very few people watch it. Yeah. Though, did you take your uh, the 
the army reports off? Because last time I looked, I couldn't find huh? not the army reports, the battle reports. I couldn't uh, find them last time I looked. They're there, but some of them. Ah, uh, okay. I've got more I'm trying to do, but I haven't. Time. time. If we all had more time, right? We no. could do yeah. a lot, a lot of things in the world. But you think for a school teacher, it's like, oh, it's summer vacation. He's got more time to do stuff. No, I actually got less time. What, what, what grade do you teach? Uh, sixth grade social studies. So. Oh, that sounds fun. Fully online, luckily. Now, is that because your schools are all online? Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, we, I've been doing completely online teaching for five years. So, you know. Before wow. Before was, pandemic. Yeah. Pandemic was so weird for me because everyone else, I mean, things are shutting down. Yeah. And you're just like, same. And I remember logging, hey, good morning, everybody. Man, getting weird out there, huh? That, like, that was literally our. Right. That's interesting. Quote, unquote. We, it was the same. Um, then we had like 4,000 new students. But in, Well, yeah, because people want to still learn and stuff and they didn't have an opportunity to it, some of the regular traditional schools were having a hard time yeah. <laughs> yeah it's not a it's not something you can just do like oh well we're, we're now virtual no you gotta like i would assume you have to build the curriculum and everything around mm-hmm. the infrastructure's got to be built to support that exactly so yeah but, that's interesting. social studies though mm-hmm. that's a fun that's a fun topic it is it is so and well, I got crazy social studies coworkers too. So. Yes, yes, very crazy. Are you are you a, are you a coworker? Yeah, I, I teach sixth grade social studies as well. That's I, how it happened. Is his school needed someone, and he was like, "I have a brother who could teach," and uh, so I I don't even remember applying. I remember I think you gave him my information. Mm-hmm. They called me. I then emailed all my stuff to him. The credentials and, and then yeah, yeah, they were like, "Okay, yeah, you're, you know." It was literally one of those we had a teacher quit like the day before school was starting. Right. Like, oh, I took a different job. We're like, uh, we're in panic mode. And I'm like, well, I got a brother. And they're like, okay, have him send his stuff. And I mean, yeah. that's cool. How do you like it? Uh, I enjoy it. it. It's definitely a different experience because, like, traditional classroom, you know, most, most Americans recognize a right. traditional class. It's not that at all. Like, you know, everyone's in their home. We do have to correct a lot of students like, oh, I'm being homeschooled. Like, no, you're at school. You're just It's different. Your, your parents aren't teaching you, right? Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and, but, yeah, I mean, it's, it's fun. It's different because there's a lot of things you can't do uh, when it comes to, like, certain different techniques they want teachers to do. And it's like, well, you know, you can't really hand, uh, hand out this really cool history stuff and let students, like, play with it. Touch it, feel because, it. Because, yeah. you know, you that's that's a lot of students. It's that's diff- a lot of mailing if you're doing exactly. that. And so instead, it's like okay, I got online resources. I got you know museums. It, it's so since you guys are experts at this, how are you able to use this in Kings of War? Like the fact that you are normally you know you're already instilled training people, teaching people. How's it helped you in Kings of War? I would say, like, uh, the companion app and, uh, you know, list building, um, all of that stuff is, in, like, tomorrow I have no real worries about figuring out how to do, you know, scoring or all that. Just yeah. It's like, oh, it's online. Okay. And it, it, That's your life. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very simple. Like, okay, we, we do this, so no big deal. Awesome. Oh, I got to download some, or I got to upload something. Click, click. Okay. Yeah. I mean, um, you know. Good, good, good communication too over uh, internet. And, yeah. Uh, 
I'm used to hearing myself talk, so when I listen to <laughs> Countercharge, I'm not going, oh my gosh, I sound terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys were on a lot on the Adepticon stuff. I think there was a lot of Adepticon stuff yeah, I think you guys. two different things. Yeah. 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 Or at least I was in two different things. No, we didn't have Mark, did we? He uh, was there, but I don't think he ever got I think on. you did now one thing with yeah, well, Now, what's he been up to? He's still playing Ogres? He's still working on it. Um, he's working on uh, finding better employment, I guess is the right way to put okay. that. Yeah. So he's, he's been pretty busy. He wanted uh, to be here. but I understand. Well, maybe he'll have it resolved and he'll be able to become the Michigan GT. That'd be awesome. That would be nice. Because it's a fun event with a lot of uh, a wide range of you know quality you know players. Yeah. Um, some really good players and some people that are just there to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> so that's super cool. Well, awesome, guys. I know I kept you for over an hour, Yeah. so I'm sure this is the first of many chats that we'll have. That's fine. Best of luck this weekend. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you. Probably need it. But Absolutely. Yeah, oh, I need it for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. With the greatest Reno player, Blake Robertson. <laughs> I don't know about How that. was the flight in? Um, it was interesting. Where do you fly out of Reno? Yeah, yeah. And it's a straight flight, not straight flight, no, Dolma. Through Denver or what? DFW, believe it or not. Fly all the way down to Dallas. Yeah. And then back up here. That's interesting. I'm not a fan of Denver Airport, so that's the other choice you have a lot of times. Right. And so I do what I can to avoid that. Which is good. Playing night soccer again? Yeah, I, my abysses aren't painted the way to where I want them to be to bring them to a tournament yet. Right. So you're playing Masters. Man, like Reno is like the whole Masters team from West Coast, right? Just about Reno. A few of us, yeah. Like four? Five. Five, yeah. It's a pretty good showing. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's funny because, you know, I'm sitting here, and I was on your uh, Masters Virgins <laughs> Last year. Podcast. No, two, two years ago. In Dallas. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, in Dallas. We had that episode like, hey, these are new players to, to yeah, the yeah. Masters, and you guys regaled your stories and a little, little uh, blog, if you will. Yeah, yeah, so the evolution. The evolution is amazing, though, where, you, where you're at now. So what tournaments? You guys got the Jackalope up in Reno, right? Yeah, you run? we also do the April Fools. Yeah, true, yeah. Uh, so on April 1st? Yeah, yeah, with a, with a fool. Interesting. As a special character. And what other events are you getting to this year? Um, usually I go to Lone Wolf. Um, I missed going to Bay of Kings, which right. Britain's resurrected down at, in on, San Diego. Right. Oh. On Mission Bay instead of <laughs> the Bay Bay. It looks amazing. You know, it's From what I hear, it's fantastic. But I caught a case of COVID. Oh, yeah. Could, we don't want you there then. Yeah, exactly. And then um, go to um, Rilla Steel, which is a fantastic tournament. If yeah, Rashad wants to go. In the LA area, right? Yeah. Well, actually, it's, it's at Scott's it's house. At, it's at Scott's house. Right. Which is, which is where, yeah, which is in Laguna Niguel or something like that. It's, uh, whatever, Lake Forest. Lake Forest. Lake Forest. So, yes, yeah. it's in Orange County right yeah. next to Tustin or Irvine. It's funny because I used to live in Tustin. Yeah. Back in the day. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, that's a great tournament. It's just super fun if you've never been. Right. It's probably one of the coolest and funnest tournaments there is to go to period that's awesome plus all the good scenario play with all the conan stuff and absolutely and they yeah we're shot such a cool guy too yeah yeah so how are you gonna do this weekend what's the plan you're gonna come wreck face and i'm here to have fun to socialize be with a hundred of my friends and Man, it's good have, good turnout yeah, yeah, have 110 a, players have a great time between the that's, two events that's really what it what it's about this is kind of my last hurrah with the night stalker army I would have thought you had something new by now, man. You've been running that horse for a long time, yeah. Blake. <laughs> well, I've played other things, but this is the one that I brought to tournaments. And now that they they changed it, but I can't play the new, new stuff. So, well, for this event, yeah. 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 So, I What just, do you think of the new, new stuff? 
I think it makes the army completely different. Um, right. I think with the subtle little changes they did to the old stuff and the changes that they did, you know, in the new army, yeah. it, it, it literally like, I, a lot of times I see when they make changes in armies and stuff and it's just a tweak here and a tweak there or even new units, it doesn't really change the army, like the complexion of the army completely. Right. Right, unless it goes through additions, right? Right. Then, but uh, this, it just seems completely different to me, and it's, I'm going to have to play with a lot of stuff. Right. But my plan is to get my abyssals up and running, play them for a year or two, and repaint my nice suckers. I want them to be brighter and more beautiful, more glowy. Oh yeah, they're black gonna light be, glowy. They're going to be. They're going to be a lot brighter. They're going to be. They will assail the eyes. That's funny. So, and they'll probably be quite a few different units you know in it by then you know change the complexion of it a little bit so you, you mentioned the, the changes to the night stalkers i think you're right i think they specifically are designing the changes for that army to change the, the way the i mean to really inflect some differences to the army but you know part of it too is i think they're trying to you know get rid of some of the old models so like they don't make a plan or apparition so we'll make that double dip in the Mind screech, right? Yeah, but what that does is it makes it so you can't have three of one. Right. Or, or well, it's a, stel- it's a stealthy nerf is what right. it is, right? Okay. Yeah, it's totally a stealthy. Yeah, yeah. Totally. It'll definitely bring the bring the edge down. But I think there's some other stuff in that list, like the, the new Butcher Shooter variants and the Tormentors. Those are cool, man. And yeah, people haven't figured them out yet, I don't think. No, I, I think, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see because you know we're, how many planner operations are you? Were you one of the guys rocking like three mind screech, three, like two planners? No, nah, th- th- uh, one of my weird fun lists is 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 three mind screeches in a planner. Okay, so you're not overly. In fact, you, that's what I'm doing here. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which with with Shakira and you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, she's not all that scary, but people are scared of her, which is fun because it's all most of this stuff's about threat more than actual. Well, she's good in some scenarios. There's some, you know, there's, but she's she's good. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. No, if you do it right, she can do things. Uh, playing one of the guys that played a, one of the guys that, uh, you know, on our Thursday nights, and mm-hmm. in a Shakira and the Mind Screeches took out two. Your your ogre guys like Rockamock or she Shields Breakers, Siege Breakers, Siege Breakers. She took out two Siege Breakers. Oh, well, that's guys. something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one one turn and the next. Oh, that's something. Got the sides on them and. That, exactly. That so, but yeah. What else do you think about the changes? I mean, is there anything in there you, you, that changes they made? You're like, ooh, I, this is going to be an interesting unit to try out. You know, everybody's talking about the. Um, my brain's hurt from traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, the. You know the big octopusy looking thing. The terror. Yeah, everybody's talking amazing about balls, the dude. How, how crazy <laughs> the terror is great. And, yeah. and and I'll have to get revisit it because when when I first started playing, I I, I tried to use it and I, I just got it's completely different though. Like yeah. to your point, it, yeah. it like it's now a, I mean it's a real tank that that can really take a punch. Right, right, right. right. Now you still can't play stupid with it. No, you, no, you, know, you got to guard that thing like it's yeah. I mean because if you get a flank on it, you know, but the ensnare and the defense four, yeah, and the higher nerve is like ooh, okay, that's a yeah. pretty yeah, yeah, no, no. That, like I said, there's there's going to be some big changes. I mean, it's still still going to be the finesse army in my opinion. absolutely, and it's and with the reaper leaper dudes or whatever you want to call. Well, them. that's one I've only da- like people that have played against me were dabbling in it, and I don't think anybody's really figured it out yet. They are a complete glass hammer. If they get strung out to dry, they, those tormentors get eaten up. But if you can figure out a way to, to use that leaping ability, right? I just don't know how to do it yet. And I don't think my opponents have figured it out yet. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I think it's one of those 
It's it's the 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 list is the list and the and mm-hmm. and is complete. Well, my lists are all done. You know, I yeah. have to figure stuff out, and that's, I'm fine with that. I'm mm-hmm. like, it's it's going to be interesting. And like I said, I'm going to go back and redo the army as soon as I'm done with the absolutely. You know? Yeah. So what about the uh, abyssals? What do you got? What do you got left to do on those guys? Um, they're all pretty much base painted. Now it's just detailing and figuring out what I want to do for bases, bases, you know. But I, I kind of got a list that I've been playing with and really kind of enjoying. It's a little different than what mm-hmm. people have seen out there. So I, I kind of like that, you know. This is the fact that it's got a little bit of different flavor. I don't know. You know me, Rob. I just I do know you. I do something a little different. But you always got the sideburns. <laughs> I can always count on sideburns coming in, coming in hot. When are you, are you leaving Monday? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so flying out Monday, which is nice. Now fly out that day. What are you most excited about this weekend? Pretty much just seeing everybody and hanging out, and and uh, that's that's really it, you know. I mean, I, I love tournaments, you know. Mm-hmm. I think you said it in one of the interviews where, you know, really a tournament is just a, a party where I get to have my friends over and play some games. and Absolutely. And, you know, yeah. and, and everybody's so cool. You know, anybody who doesn't come to one of these big tournaments, they don't. I don't think they understand it. You know, but anybody who does go to like a, you know, one of the bigger tournaments like Masters or Best of the Rest or Lone Wolf or, you know, whatever. You know, some of the bigger tournaments. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a thing there. You know, it's yeah. It's great. one of my life missions is to get people that are hesitant about. Oh, I heard it's a, like very competitive, and this is not like some of the other things you might see in other game systems. This is this Kings of War is a great community, very welcoming and. If you're on the fence, come to an event. I'm telling you, you will have a great time. They are yeah, a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, and and like, I think there's some people who go to the smaller regional ones, you know, worried about winning and stuff like that. Which, you know, that's cool. But I think you need to go to the big ones and meet. Well, a, you a get more impact there in the sense you get to meet a lot of people from different areas. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. you go to a regional event, right? And and there's nothing. I run one. I know, but it's nice to go to the, the really big events where you get like. 70 players, 60 players. Yeah, yeah. And you get to meet them. Or even like Adepticon, we get to meet from all over the country. Yeah. Those are fun. Well, and, and uh, like a lot of the people that I've been talking to that are, you know, playing in Best of the Rest or even in Masters, mm-hmm. and they're used to playing these smaller tournaments, and they're just like, you know, my biggest thing about coming here is I'm going to play like five, maybe six people that I've never played before, and I'm so stoked for that. That's the best I'm part. I'm so used to playing, like, oh, the same five guys or the same I mean, when guys, you play you locally, know? you're yeah, playing yeah. the same people every week. <laughs> yeah. Right? A small group of people every single week. And that's cool and all, but... New armies and new players. Yeah, it's really fun, and you'll be surprised just how really nice and cool everybody is. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. What else are you looking forward to this weekend? I mean, obviously, you're hoping to get a bunch of new games in with new players you've never played before. You, you got any uh, aspirations? You want to be the number one player coming out of the West Coast? What 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 are we, what are we talking about here? Dude? There's there's so many good players. We, dude, steel sharpened steel. We, Absolutely, we, we made ourselves a lot better. You have uh, in uh, Nick. Nick is here again. Nick, right? And Sean. So Nick and Sean Polka and Nick's brothers with yeah, you guys Nick's as well. Brothers. And then is it Danny? Is his name? Danny. Danny Danny's the, a good player. Danny beats our asses pretty constantly. Danny makes really disgusting, nasty lists all the time. Right. He'll show you lists and you'll just go. No, Danny, no. And he does it. And it's so bad. Right. So scary. Yeah. I mean, he got um, Dash 28. He got the, the boogeyman list. Well, he's got all the scorch wings. How many hordes? 
uh, probably four of them. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's there's worse. No, there are, but he's got other stuff to back it up. Exactly. So, yeah, so. Exactly. But I mean, that's kind of cool. You know, he was stoked. You know, to to, to get mentioned in the exactly. that kind of thing, and he wants to be notorious. Well, he is. Yeah, he is. Danny's a great player. So on your team from the West Coast, who's going to finish? The highest at the U.S. Masters. Oh, man, don't put me on that. Right? Hey, man, come on. That's what are we thinking, Sean's poker? Because Sean, Sean had a great finish last year. Well, Sean, Sean got um, Paragon last year. Right. And so, I mean, if you haven't seen his army, he's got a good shot at it again. If you if, is it the if, same? The the no no no, it's completely different. You got to go see it. Okay, you got to cool. go see it. It's just gorgeous. I'm gonna do that because you know, I mean, tournaments are so you don't want to you don't so want to you don't have, it'd be a no, rough ride home. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I ain't riding with any. Oh, of these it'd be a rough but, ride when you get back home. Uh, like, oh, you didn't pick me. No, no, I ain't. I ain't How's Britain gonna do? Britain's gonna do Britain. <laughs> Britain's gonna. That's that's the most that's the best line I've had all week so far. <laughs> That's the best line. <laughs> Brent's going to do Brent, and he's going to have a good time. We're all here, and we're going to have a good time. That's absolutely. Um, I would like to. I would like to at least pull three games. That would that would make me very three happy. and two, three and three. That's my that's my thing, you yeah. know. And so far, when I've sat on this podcast, what a couple of times, a few uh, times, yeah. Um, You're an and, old hand at this point. Yeah, um, I've sat on this podcast, and when I said I did three and whatever, I did better. So might do worse this time. Who knows? It's just, it's matchups. It's matchups. It's matchups. It's matchups. Everybody it's in this room is nice. a good player. Oh right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Even the best of the restroom is is not a bunch of sloughs, right? Oh, oh, there's a few people in the best of the restroom that have been here and probably should be here this right. year so who knows maybe just be a case so they couldn't make enough tournaments to yeah, qualify that's, that's the thing yeah a lot of times like that so it's good people good people it's great seeing you rob i, I mean you it's, in a been, while. it's been you missed lone wolf with i us, did man. miss lone wolf what when's the last time was it that wasn't lone wolf the previous year right was it or was it probably did you, you made, did you go to seattle masters yeah Okay, that was a while last time. Yeah, last time we, we yeah, yeah. hung out a little I'm bit. excited about the weekend. It's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I have a few beers, maybe. Absolutely. I don't know. Yeah. But, man, there's something about Lone Wolf in that Mexican restaurant. With oh, the, oh, hell yes. yeah. That was, it's a, I, gotta, I missed it this year. I definitely got to go back. Yeah. Who'd you bring down with you to Lone Wolf this year? Uh, I bought a guy named Chris from our, from our club. Nice. And uh, it was his first, like, away tournament. Right. And his first big tournament. Did he enjoy it? Yeah, yeah, he really loved it. And it's funny, we went to the Mexican, and I uh, went with Garrett and uh, Randy. and uh, Randy Davis. Yeah, Randy Davis. You're uh, going to learn today. <laughs> and so um, so we went down there, and uh, like uh, Garrett got the that big that big uh, um, chili relleno. Yeah. And Randy got the, the, the shrimp, and I got the shrimp, and Chris got the nachos, right? Yeah. And I'm like, and I go, oh, good choice, good choice. And Chris goes, what about mine? I'm like, it's nachos. And then and then I did the, here, have one of these, right? And yeah. he goes, oh, I didn't I didn't pick right. He goes, I messed up. Yeah. And he goes, can we go back here tomorrow so I can get the right food? That's right. And he did. And he, he so is Chris new to the game? Um, not no. He's been playing with us for a while. He's just not really a competitive player. He's more yeah. of a. I mean, he the guy's great. And yeah, he, and he he plays very very well. And he did. Um, so how, how's this for a, for a, a, a you know a first lone wolf? He plays um, Gibney first game. Chris Gibney. Yeah. Right. That's his first game. So he yeah. had a great game. Absolutely. Fun, Chris right? Gibney's a great a great opponent. Right. Yeah. Um, and then. His second or third game, he played on stream. Okay. And we went out that night with uh, with a cast of characters, including Randy. So we got to see the beginning of the end. Yeah. And then, um, and then um, he ended up uh, 
three and two or something like that. Fantastic finish. I mean, come wolf. on, you know. Yeah. So I mean, he couldn't have couldn't have had a better lone wolf. I don't yeah. think, right? Yeah, yeah. So he he he's kind of hooked. So you know, that's good. Yeah. Now, how come he didn't want to make the pilgrim? Just it's expensive to come to come to this event. Well, Any out of town event where you're flying. I think he had something else to do too. Gotcha. You know, plus, you know this this event has like you know a reputation for being kind of like um, Samurai Showdown, where it's you know cutthroat, right? You got good players with good armies, right? At the, at, in the right. Masters, right? right? Right. So I think that was one of the things that kind of and he, he he he's you know he plays our local tournaments, and I think he's thinking about going to some other tournaments. Like, yeah. I think he's now. Got you said though he's more of a narrative guy or what? Well, you know he likes playing more relaxed games. Like you know he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't want to have the. He he wants to have the models he has, not the killerist army. Which. He's that's what. That's why I play. You just play still, the models you like. Yeah, yeah. He still beats my ass with those. So yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean, it's. <laughs> he could absolutely. He could play in any room I've been in. That's yeah. for sure. So what else you got planned for the rest of the year? What do you, what other tournaments? Are you guys going to make uh, refugees of the old world or what else is up in your neck of the woods? Well. There's, I, I'll probably go to Bay, Bay of Kings. I'll probably go to. Um, um, and Bay of Kings is where? Uh, that's down there in. Michigan. Okay, so that's yeah, is that this year? Britain's tournament. Is that going to be this year or next year? I think it's. I th- I don't know. You have to talk to Brent. Okay, I'll get Brent. No. I'm like my brain's so scrambled. I understand. I just had like I just had my big thing for work. Like yeah. I was five days in Vegas. I came home for one day and then came here. Ah. And then like yesterday, I got up at eight. Or yeah. I, I was at the airport at eight, and I left the airport at eight. So I was. <laughs> I understand. My I understand. head's a little scrambled. I understand. But yeah, I go to Bay of Kings. Go to, uh, go to, um, the, the one at Scott's house. I'll go up to probably refugees. Go to Lone Wolf. I'd like to make Rose City. Yeah, up in Portland. Yeah. Dan Wright's event. Yeah. Yeah, in Portland. I that's another one that would be a really fun event. I think to, to try check it out. Yeah. I'm excited about this weekend. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be super cool. Need to get your guy, all your guys together at some point and chat, chat with your whole team and see. Uh, you know, I know some of them are playing various games, but at some point, yeah. get them all over here and we we'll have to get a little chat and see how West Coast, <laughs> West Coast, right? Yeah, well, those. Guys well, mostly West. Reno, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I mean, I would. I wish some of the people from our. Our West Coast team would have made it up. Well, Jeremy was the one that was Jeremy like, ah, and Jeremy. Scott. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, Rashad. You now, know. Mike's coming, though, right? Mike Grant? Yeah, yeah. So, Mike's coming. Okay. Yeah. So, like I said, you know, and oh, and and um, uh, Mr. Timberlake. I miss Kyle. Miss, I, miss, I am miss, so irritated he's not here. Yeah. Miss, he gave miss, me some excuse about what, wrestling or something? I don't no, know. No, no, no. He's got a Greek festival. I mean, Opa, right? Okay. Fair, but man, gotta plan around this stuff, man. Gotta plan around with this stuff. Yeah, it just, um, yeah, just Kyle was my roomie last Masters, right? So, you know, miss that exactly. Well, awesome. We'll get you back on after you've won four games. You're 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 rising up to the sun. I'm the submarine man. I'm the king. You want to lose the first game in? No, but I mean, first or second is good. Yeah, yeah. A, sl- a, sl- a small loss, and then just kind of slowly right, come back to the surface. Right, right. And then you're like, oh, look at me. I'm way over everybody. Oh, well, no, nobody saw that coming. No, no. Well, they, they don't normally see the submarines coming. That's why they use them, right? Yeah. They torpedo. You don't know they're there until they, the torpedoes hitting hitting you in the side. <laughs> Wait, that just totally describes my army. <laughs> exactly. Well, thanks for coming on, Blake. Appreciate right. it, man. Thanks, bro. 
All right, we're back. We're with Johnny. You're from Rexburg, originally Rexburg, Idaho, and you're right now living in Salt Lake City? Yeah, well, now I live in Rexburg. I'm originally from Southern California. Okay, whereabouts in Southern California? Rancho Cucamonga. Okay, I used to live in Tustin. Okay. Yeah, so, and then Brea before that, so I lived out there for 10 years. It was great, great, fun place. Did you say Rancho Cucamonga? Rancho Cucamonga. That's a mouthful. It yeah, is. It's a Move in there, Andy. Come on now. you got to pretend like you're eating cock or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to edit it for you. Don't worry. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah. And how did you move from Southern California to Rexburg, Idaho? College. And what's in Rexburg? Uh, BYU, Idaho. Okay. For me, it was a cheap school. I understand. I understand. And we're with Andy Patton, who's been on. You don't. We don't need an introduction. But you guys are, this is your first best of the rest, right? Correct. Yep. This is a gateway to Masters next year. Absolutely. Oh, same. Yeah. Exactly. There we go. So what are you playing this weekend, Johnny? I brought goblins. And what are you drinking, by the way? Um, Somebody bottled some beer for you? No, this is not beer. This what is, is it? Uh, it's just Mexican apple soda. Did you buy that here? Yeah, at the little Mex- the taco place just up the... <laughs> you had Andy a taco. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I know what I want for lunch, man. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Awesome. Now, you came up with Ben Stoddard. Correct. Yeah. And you are maybe the only ones to arrive... Via train, so give us the story of how you settled on bringing a train to the U.S. Masters Best of the Rest event. Well, I've always thought trains were cool, you know, miniatures, trains, Thomas Tank Engine, all exactly. That stuff. And we were talking about going to, you know, going to Masters together. Uh, you know, I don't know, a couple months ago. I've only been playing for a little less than a year, um, but I wanted to like have a goal. So I was like, oh yeah, going to Masters or Best of the Rest mm-hmm. would be really cool. So I said it was going to be in Omaha, Nebraska, and. I don't know why the thought just came to me. I was like, I wonder if we could take a train because we're looking at flights or like driving. It's a bit of a drive. And there's a line that runs straight from Salt Lake, which for me at the time was super convenient, all just straight to Omaha, straight mm-hmm. shot. And I was like, oh, well, we could do that. It's cheaper than flying and less It sounds effort. convenient, too. If you're far enough away, you can't drive. Yeah. It's easier for we, an Army perspective bringing all the oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, by doing this, you know, Ben got to bring his fancy display board, and and we didn't have to worry about, like, checking stuff with TSA or anything. Like, I've got all kinds of paints and crap in my bag because i got to mm-hmm. finish some stuff tonight before the tournament. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was like a really slow plane, with more convenient. It was cheaper than a plane, but, you know, it was, it was 25 right. hours of... Sitting down. 25 hours. 25 hours. Now, you guys hours, so. came from Salt Lake City? It's from Salt Lake. And you have to go over the Rockies, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, really beautiful views and everything. Yeah. Like, we're both glad we, we did it, and now we can say, like, aha, we, we traveled on train because we're, like, fancy people. Um, but next time, I think I'll just cough up the extra money to fly, save a whole, you know, day. day. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah, it's funny. I can't imagine 25 hours of travel for the tournament. It's hardcore, man. Yeah. And you guys arrived here, like, it was. Uh, 3 a.m.? Uh, no. So we left at 3 a.m. and we got here 5 a.m. today. today. Yeah. Okay. And Adam picked you up. Adam Ballard yeah, yeah. got you up. And that's, yeah. that's been the greatest thing is everybody's been saying, oh, it's been amazing how they've coordinated rides to and from the airports and train stations. Yeah, he was a cool guy. Came out, picked us up, and the train was late. So he, I think he ended up taking a nap in the in the uh, in parking the, lot waiting for us. Right. So. That's super cool. So what army are you playing this weekend, Johnny? Goblins. What's in your goblin list? Uh, this is not the list that I've been like practicing with because a few weeks. It's ago, the I, list that's painted. Uh, it's the list that's painted. Exactly. <laughs> I get, it. I get exactly. it. I've been I've been on that road like, before. Uh, I'm not <laughs> gonna finish these next couple hordes in time. So, uh, three hordes of rabble, two regiments of luggets, kind of make up the unlocks. Mm-hmm. Less artillery than I usually use, but I'm hoping the three mop up launchers will kind of 
I'm, I'm hoping to put a bit more into the melee punch, which goblins are not. Oh, you mean use them to offensively yeah. stop, restock yeah. your mop cages? Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, with the with the with the no piercing, right? And hitting on fours is hitting on fours is good, but yeah. no piercing. Yeah. It's like okay, well, there's limit limited good targets for that because mm -hmm. the the uh, rock lavas, which I, I, I or the, the catapults. I like them a lot more in some sense, but also that it's very feast and famine because they don't hit too often. So when they hit, it's great. But then if you go a whole game and you only get two hits out of three siege engines, it's kind of rough. Absolutely. So Andy, what's up with you? What's uh, what? How's your weekend been going? We chatted on the way up, but yeah, it's, it's going pretty good. I uh, got a nice couple of naps in on the drive-in. Uh, thank you for driving, Rob. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, just snoring away in the back seat. Um, I got a pickup game in. Uh, didn't quite finish it today. Um, I don't remember the name of the gentleman that I played. Grant Fetter. Grant Fetter. Yeah. And you played as Basilean. How'd that go? Uh, pretty good. We ended the game. I think I was in a pretty favorable board state. He was going to play in the firefight tournament, I'm assuming. Correct. Yeah, we stopped so he could play in firefight. Right. The Soul Snare is pretty good. That That's all I have to say. And the Dragon Charge Shield. It looks like it. So we're joined by, from live from Counter Charge West, we're joined by Mr. Jeremy Duvall, right? Hey, fellas. So we're joined right now. We got Andy Patton, our local uh, store manager here in Memphis, or in Memphis, and we got Johnny, who is on your West Coast team, right? Well, well you, you will be next year, hopefully. You're, you're shooting for it. Wait, are you Pacific Northwest or are you West? Uh, no, I think I'm wherever Idaho is. I don't actually know. Je hey, Jeremy, is, is Idaho in... Is is Ben Stoddard? Pacific Northwest. That's yeah, Pacific Northwest. Pacific gotcha. Pacific Northwest. Gotcha. Yeah, like gotcha. Guys from Seattle. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So Johnny, you were talking about your Goblin list. So you're you're playing the models you've got. You yeah. got a in unique. You got some Wapa launchers and some Luggets and some Rabble. More trolls than I should really have, but they I had them lying around. So nothing wrong with trolls, more, man. More trolls. trolls. Are, I mean, unfortunately, the halflings have the best trolls in the game. They do. They do. <laughs> uh, I do have two slashers with cannons, so uh, you know those have been decently reliable. That's awesome. Well, Jeremy, we miss you. Yeah, how's it going so far? It's been good. We're all set up, and the firefight tournament is underway, and looks like they've got, awesome. I don't know, 15 guys. I don't know how many people are over there, but looks like they're having a good time. And, uh, man, I, I didn't know the West Coast team was all going to be from Reno. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is true. I think it's five uh, out of eight players, right? Yeah. Uh, Sean, Danny, Blake. The Murray brothers, the Murray boys. Yeah. So Nick yeah, and big, Nick big and his brother. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Nick and Nate. Nick and Nate. Nick and Nate. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. It's crazy. Awesome. Well, awesome. I know you probably got to get back to work. Uh, available, ready to go, and there are no tears at my house, which is a lie, obviously. So, what what are you hoping to get out of the weekend, Johnny? Uh, just <clears throat> just five fun games, meet new people. Absolutely. Uh, I don't have. Terribly high hopes on no aspirations or delusions no, of grandeur. No, no, no delusions of grandeur. Let's go with that. Okay. So uh, we're all we're all a little bit legends in our own mind, right? Yeah. That's that's all I've got. Our delusions of grandeur. <laughs> right. That's what I came with. And what are you going to go home with? Uh, probably sadness. <laughs> uh, it's the way it works. I'm, I have a wooden spoon at home that I made myself in preparation for this That's event. That's fantastic. So uh, it would only been better if you would have brought it and had it as like a metal. I was going it. to bring it and I forgot it. Oh, so you were Just, you you made it. I was, you were. I was going to bring it, but like I didn't want to bring it partially because it would be kind of awkward if I did well enough to not be last place. Right. And I wouldn't want to be like, hey, <laughs> here's a wooden spoon for you that. They weren't going to give you before, but I brought one, so here you go. Right. That'd be kind of weird. But I don't know. I just, it was just kind of something fun I did on a So a whim. give us a little story. How did you get into Kings of War? 
Uh, well, I played. I've been playing 40k since I was like 16. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole hey kid, come have a free game. You know, first first hits free, right? Absolutely. And it's been downhill since then. Played 40k forever, and then I kind of woke up one day after just like another horrible match, realizing that maybe maybe I'm not the problem. Maybe I just don't like the game, and it was a bummer because like I just painted a whole new army. Right. After years of playing it, it just wasn't fun for me anymore. Like some special rules were just really gotcha type stuff. And I was just sitting there all forlorn, and then a Mantic Pathfinder walks by. He's like, hey, kid. Would that be Ben Stoddard or uh, that, that was actually Jared? A, yeah, Jared Fulcher. Yeah, Golden. The Golden the Gamer. Yeah, Golden the Gamer, exactly. Classic. He was like, hey, you want to try uh, Dead Zone? And I was like, oh, okay, sure. I was like, all right, You're like, I'll oh. try it. Because nobody else was really biting, but I was like, okay, man, I'll go. Uh, and it was probably the most fun I had in miniatures. It's a great years. game. De- I, I still say Dead Zone is their best game. Yeah, mechanically, it's just Super a very fun. clean, smooth game. Mm-hmm. But then uh, through that, you know, I met Ben mm-hmm. and got excited about. Yeah, because you got Jared does most of the Warpath stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then you got Ben who's all in Fantasy. on Panathor. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. That's funny. Uh, and then he was like, "Hey, I've got there's this tournament for Kings of War in like two months, refugees." And me being the idiot, I was like, "Yeah, I could I could build an army in two months for a mm-hmm. game I, I know nothing about." Hundred percent. Threw together a green 100%. lady list for that, and it was fun. So, what armies have you played before? That you know, I know you're playing goblins now, but what other armies do you have? Just green lady, green lady, and then goblins is like my second new army. Yeah. Uh, How long have you been playing goblins? Uh, maybe like five months ish. And you, you enjoying them? Are you enjoying them? Or? I do enjoy them. Um, they strike me as a, maybe a little more idiot-proof than my Green Lady list was, and that could probably be, you know, every list is different, but movement and, you know, getting those flanks with the cavalry and everything with the knights, using them effectively, was a lot more important, whereas with my goblin list, oh, no, I moved bad and I lost a unit. Oh, well, good thing I've got mm-hmm. 19, you know, 20 more drops. So Absolutely. It, it's a little more... A lot forgiving. of redundancy in that list. Yeah, exactly. So. Idiot-proof. I was wondering why Kyle played goblins. <laughs> now you know why Kyle Poole plays goblins. Yeah. Well, the way I play them feels a little more idiot-proof. I'm, I'm sure people can finesse them much much better than I. Well, hopefully you'll learn some things, too, this weekend from some of the, the other goblin players. Yeah, you'll if, see if nothing stuff. else, I'm going to get five practice games in. Absolutely. Yep. And what's... Uh, do you, Now, you're kind of temporarily in Salt Lake. How's the scene in Salt Lake City? Um, there's me. Okay, there's you. <laughs> well, it's a flagpole, right? Like, you gotta, you gotta wave, yeah, the flag. Yeah, yeah. wave the flag. Wave the flag. There's a couple people. Bolt action's really big. So, in my attempt to try and talk people in King's War, I actually got into bolt action. Yeah. And just, you know, well, ran off. You, but, and, you, but, you, but, you're, but you're giving people a life lesson because if you want people to play your game, mm-hmm. sometimes you gotta play their game. Yeah. Right? And that's the way it works. Like, it's reciprocity. Oh, I'll play bolt action. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully that gesture mm-hmm. will be reciprocity. You know, they'll, Maybe, yeah. they'll be like, hey, I'll, there, I'll try. There, there are a couple guys who are interested, so I'd, I'd like to try and have a, a game or two before I go back to, to Idaho, like, full time. Yeah. But How long are you going to be in Salt Lake City? I've got, like, another month. Okay. Just, uh, I'm, I'm just working, like, a kind of like a summer job before I, I go back to, to teach in Back uh, at the uni- area at the university. Yeah. No, no, I'm, uh, I teach. I'm going to be teaching, teaching third grade. I Fantastic. So, okay, yeah. so you graduated. Now you're back to Rexburg. Are everybody in education there? Um, yes. Yeah, because <laughs> it seems like everybody I know is is somehow related to education up there. So, how's the? Uh, the obviously, the big event up there is the Refugees of the Old World. How many yeah. times have you been to that? Once. Only once. Yeah. So this this is my third tournament of any kind for kids. And you decided to just I'm going in all the way. Yeah. Was Ben that persuasive? Um I think the game kind of 
spoke for itself. Like I realized yeah. how much fun I was having and like I really felt like I could win and like all my defeats were more like my mistakes rather than like the game yeah. throwing one way or the other. Um, and I just realized how much I enjoyed tournaments after, cause I, he talked to me into going down to Reno and I was like, well, if I have fun at Reno, then I'll, 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 you know, I'll do uh best of the rest. Um, and I had a blast at Reno. I didn't, right. I, I'll, second wooden spoon, second wooden right. spoon for my collection, but I had a blast. So, so now I'm here. That's awesome. Uh, have you seen any armies yet? I don't I mean, probably have you been around and seen anything yet? A anything, couple. Um, anything jump out at you? I really like. I think they're. I think they're abyssal dwarves. Um, they've got like an underwater theme going with a bunch of. Really. Yeah, I think they're abyssal dwarves. I could be wrong. Sounds cool though. Yeah, it looks cool. Um, I don't know. There's definitely some cool armies here, but like uh, we mentioned, it's a bunch of the Reno guys that I've played with before. Well, so. Sean Polka's yeah. armies very all, all, they're all always are always awesome. very pretty, yeah. and yeah. Blake Robertson's uh, Glow in the Dark uh, Is, yeah. or Black yeah, Light those, Night Stalker army. Danny's uh, Owls. Absolutely. Which I'm very happy I've not had the, the pleasure of being tabled by, so I'll let somebody else deal with that. Yeah, well, that's in Masters. Don't, we don't, yeah, it's we're, not my we're, in the, we're in the kiddie pool, right? So we get to just have fun. <laughs> Yeah, I've got. I brought salamanders, and I was telling Andy on the way up. I mean, I haven't played that army since Adepticon, which is in March. I mean, I haven't played this list, and I, and I didn't even. I just took the list. I took to Adepticon. Yeah. So okay, we'll just give it a shot. I mean, if I don't, you know, I'm just here to have fun. So you've been asking everybody, Rob. Yeah. Uh, how do you think you're going to do? Well, at Adepticon, I went pretty like right right down the middle. I'll probably do, if I had to guess. I'm gonna three and two is probably my guess, but it might be two and three. It just depends. It's matchups, right? That that fifth one is the like I'll do two and two, and then just that one matchup. It's like, well, if I get a favorable one, maybe it's a win, and if I get goblins, maybe it'll be a loss, right? So, uh, Rob Vanoff, best of the rest, countercharger. Well, that would be fitting for me to win my own award. Like my right <laughs> hand can hand my left hand an award. That would there be yeah. that would be amazing. Uh, that would be. I've won. I've honestly won countercharger a fair amount because I am a pretty mediocre player. So <laughs> I'm almost perfectly average. So yeah, this podcast is for people who are in the middle of the pack, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're 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 definitely <laughs> aspiring to more, but you know, we have aspirations for more, but we don't have the talent. So what other events are you thinking about, Johnny? Uh, you know, I mean, obviously you're at this one. This is going to have 110 players, which is crazy big. Yeah, I know. Honestly, I, I don't know. It was kind of all leading up to this, and once this is over, I'm not sure what I'm going to do with Was myself. this a long time planning? Yeah, Were yeah. You, and, you and Ben like really working out the details and yeah, all that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, part of the reason I switched to Goblins was because I, I was planning on coming here, mm -hmm. and I didn't want to do Green Lady again. A, they don't transport super nice, a lot of lances, a lot of stuff like that that I didn't Absolutely. want to risk. Um, and B, I just wasn't having a lot of success with them, and I don't, I don't feel it's the army. I feel like I can make some tweaks. I'm, I'm going to revisit it, but for yeah. now, uh, I wanted... I don't want to, you know, downplay goblins or anything, but kind of put some training wheels on. You know, maybe bit off a little more than I could chew tactically. So well, goblins are a uh, they're a good army, but they're they're not easy to pilot. You got to really mm -hmm. you have a lot of units. Time management is a thing, yeah. right? With clocks and I'm stuff. I'm really good at blocking myself in with deployment. Well, that's then, all right. Uh, like you, you, chaff, you chaff yourself yeah. up, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> chaff chaff yourself my, up. I am my own worst enemy. Absolutely. By far. So yeah. this is kind of my favorite thing about this game so far. Uh, I've only been playing since March myself, but the you don't lose the game in list building. There aren't really any gotchas. Mm -hmm. You lose the game because you lost the game. Your skill yes. or your opponent's skill 
Right. It's the players that lose the game or right. win the game. So, yeah, there's variance with dice, but you can mitigate that a lot if you uh, are, are a good enough tactician. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I appreciate, too, the Kings of War is, is approachable. It's an approachable game. Like, mm-hmm. If you do not want to play like what I would call a lifestyle game, like the Magic the Gathering, you can't play Magic competitively if you're not right. living yeah. and breathing that. But Kings of War, is the rule set's fairly stable, and I think you can dabble in it and just mm-hmm. play it more casually. Oh, I agree 100%. And like I mentioned, like I've never, I've been stomped. I've been tabled once, and I never yeah. felt like, oh, the, the game is this, or oh, it's because his list was so much more powerful. It was just like, oh, he. The only time I've been tabled was at a tournament, and he had Green Lady, versus my Green Lady. So it was just kind of a testament of like the mirror matches were always yeah. hard to predict. But he had a totally different take on the army than I did. You know, it was the same list, but used very differently and built differently. Right. So not not the same list. Well, there's a lot of faction. and that's maybe something too you guys can talk on is. Uh, he, there's a lot of different armies, and even within each list, there's a lot of variability in terms of what, you know, a lot of variance of what you would see out there. I don't know. Yeah, there was actually a, another cast done the other day. They were going over the list variation for... Oh, Mike was talking the, about it, right? List. Yeah, he was talking about it, yeah. Yeah, and for most of the lists, there's only like 1,000 to 1,200 points of the 2,300 points mm-hmm. that were consistent among... The different armies, like so, Basileans versus compared to other Basileans, mm-hmm. they only shared about half the points, right? Compared to uh, some of the like the other ones, so uh, and that was consistent among almost every single one of the factions. Mm-hmm. So that's another really cool thing, <laughs> I think. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of list variety. There are yeah. some common traits, like if you have access to Scorch Wings, those are popular. Big surprise, but. You know, and dwarves have a lot of over, like a lot of good units. That a lot of people are picking the same type of units, oh, but yeah. even within that, like it's not always the case. There, there are people that are trying to do something different. Right, and I play Empire of Dust. I haven't seen anyone with a list close to mine yet. Is there how many other Empire of Dust players are here? I've seen two so far. Okay, I, I don't remember exactly how many, but I know when I went over the lists during your. Uh, list stream. Right. The live stream that we had on uh, Wednesday night? Correct. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't see anyone else taking Deadeye Crossbowman for one. Best well, you're unit, crazy. Best yeah. unit in the game. Okay, sure. Uh, <laughs> well, they are elite, which is good, right? Yeah. Yeah, that does help. And can be surged for movement so you don't take the penalty, the pot shot penalty. Correct. And uh, yeah, Pierce 1 crossbows are, are nice with elite, even though if they hit on fives. So just gave one of them vicious, and they go to town. Mm. Absolutely. What are your thoughts on the amount of variety that you can see in lists, and how does that make you feel like a creative list builder? Uh, I think it's awesome because uh, I'm, I'm definitely more of a kind of a fluffy player. Like yeah. the first thing I'm thinking about when I'm making a new list or thinking about a new army is what do I want to build? You're, you're not thinking look? about what's effective on the table. Yeah, you're like, yeah. I want to build giant knights with double-handed weapons or whatever. Yeah, whatever yeah exactly. Yeah, it's like I want to theme a list around this show or movie, right. exactly. what army fits that instead of the other way around. So I, I, I really like that you can kind of make a lot of different things viable. Mm-hmm. You know, um, So if I really want to make this list, but I want to use more of these things. Like I like my trolls in my goblin army. Right. They don't perform terribly amazing, but I like the fact that I can mix them in or, you know, if I want to swap them out for Absolutely. maybe try more luggets or, you know, there's different things that I can add. I don't feel restricted creatively 
with my list building. It's right. not like I have to take this if I want to play this army, otherwise this army's toast. Right. Interesting. What's next for you? You're working on goblins, but what's the next army? I mean, you uh, always have another I, one behind I have behind a strong it. case of hobby. ADD. Uh, ADD. Yeah. Um, so once I finish polishing off my bolt action army, probably it's a toss-up between ogres or abyssal dwarves. I want to try something shootier, so maybe abyssal dwarves or like boomer heavy ogres might be fun. I really don't know. <laughs> I mean, the ogre models are hard to beat. The yeah. new ogres are really great. They have the hard plastics. And, and I like the idea of not doing any hordes for a minute. Uh, oh, just try doing all regiments? Yeah, well, just not, not doing hordes. Oh, you mean like not, painting yeah, like not, eight, not, not <laughs> paying 300 models, a horde army. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a fair criticism, right? Like, that's a commitment. This is like the third horde army I've painted in my hobby career, and it's probably the third time and not the last time that I'm going to tell myself, no more hordes, this is the right. worst, I hate this. Eventually, though, you, you, know. might, you might, you might, might, yeah, it's you know. Yeah, so when are you starting wrecking? <laughs> <laughs> For sure. For sure. Reckon are cool. But yeah. Yeah. So, do you have any themes in your head that, like, different armies, notwithstanding, like, is there a theme you're like, oh, I want to build an army that, that's around this, this story or this movie or this um, book? I've recently been catching up on the anime Attack on Titan. Um, so, just kind of like as like a thought exercise the other day on the train, I just asked Ben, like, hey, like, what, what list could I bring the most giants in? And we started Absolutely. talking about a Northern Alliance list. Yeah, because you so. got the three and then the legendary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe something with like a bunch of quote unquote titans in it would be kind of fun, kind of cool, different. Um, or I might do like a mercenary ogre theme with the there's the Lanskinet sets by Wargames Atlantic. Although I've heard really nice things about the new plastics for yeah the new Mantic, plastics. So I don't know. Speak of the devil. Might have That's to mix Kyle Pretzel Twinkie from Mantic Games, and Keith Randall and Jeff O'Neill. So. Yeah, the the Lanchics are well. The war game and Lanchic stuff is nice. Yeah, yeah. But you're right. The plastic ogres are really great, and the fact you can make boomers out of them, yeah. you know. So you have you have one kit. It's got some versatility. Mm -hmm. You do get to meet Kyle this weekend. I didn't think he was coming. I was yeah, like, finally. I'm gonna when he sits down. I'm gonna be like, what are you doing here? You never show up to this stuff. That's what he says. <laughs> so how's Ben? What what do you think Ben's gonna do this weekend? Uh, how is he gonna do? Yeah, how is he gonna do? Um. Well, he's—I mean—he beats me a lot, so I have kind of a warped perception of his abilities. Um, but he doesn't have very high hopes. Uh, he said as much multiple times. But I, I think he—he he sure he could surprise himself. He could do yeah. all right. Yeah. What's he? He's running. Uh, he's running. Oh, jeez. His uh, abyssals. Abyssals. That's right. His forest fire abyssals. He makes every time I turn around, he's got a new army. Yeah, well, he just finished his goblin army, it feels like, and he's part of the reason I was like, I'm going to do goblins, because that looks like a fun army. And then he's like, never mind, I'm not doing goblins. I don't like them anymore. I'm like, oh, cool. Well, it's a good thing I finished my goblin army. That's funny. <laughs> so that's what I get for trying to copycat. Exactly. So when you get back to Rexburg, are you guys going to make more? I mean, is there more people in Rexburg, Idaho, uh, you haven't tapped there's yet? There's a couple, um, but... For sure, three out of four games I'm playing is just Ben and I just just hanging right. out playing, you know, uh, you know, in his basement. Well, what are the challenges with a small? Because I mean, it's funny because you're now in so, Salt Lake City. What are the challenges growing a community or getting more so, players involved when you're in a, a, an environment like Rexburg versus a Salt Lake City, which I'm assuming has a lot fairly yeah, good population? Yeah, like if I was like staying long term in Salt Lake, I feel like I could do a lot with that because there's a lot of gaming there's a very strong miniature community like mm -hmm. bolt action is really popular so there's people playing not just games workshop games who are open to other mm -hmm. games but like in Rexburg the biggest issue is it's a college town so the majority of your players there's like a four year turnover and it's seasonal too right yeah, like you, yeah. you got so then oh, summer everybody's gone exactly you know? so 
And then most people who are war gamers there are playing, you know, name brand stuff that they like Warhammer because it's which, transportable, it's accessible. Exactly, when they yeah. go to another location, they know that there's going to be which, which I don't fault them. No, I yeah. Accessibility is an important <laughs> thing for a lot of people. Yeah. So we're, I like it. We're going to try push an ambush. We've got some ideas, maybe like a like a one day ambush tournament or like some kind of a slow grow something in that ballpark. Um, just try and get you know some new blood. Try and get some new players. Do some recruiting before. Uh, refugees and it's kind of fun to be like hey we've got this like tournament and people travel for it coming up in you know two or three months and sometimes they can bring some of the older players back or like there's people who have fantasy armies who haven't played in a while and they sometimes come out for the tournament but they don't come out regularly so just kind of trying to tap into what's already there and hoping you get lucky like like me was like i'd be a good example of just pure luck like here's a gamer with a decent amount of disposable income looking for a new game like I'm like the perfect subject for for you know absolutely poaching or recruiting recruiting exactly exactly what are your thoughts what do you thought we, we chatted in the car yesterday but we haven't chatted uh, you know since we got here what do you think so far uh, so far the event yeah I like it uh, a little laid back at the moment but I think tomorrow when things start going in full swing, it's it's really going to pick up. Mm-hmm. And I, I like that. I like the nervous energy you get in the room. But people are trying to figure out how their first round is going to go. Right. We don't even have the matchups for Best of the Rest because, I mean, they don't, you know, it's like why why, why mess with it, right? Like yeah. until, until you know exactly who all shows up. Yeah, Match is a little different because you yeah, qualified yeah. a lot of people's. Usually, if you qualify and you say you're going, you usually end up going unless there's an emergency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I believe Adam said we're going to get our matchups tonight. Okay. For best of the rest. Maybe we'll get, well, we're, we're the same club, so we can't play. Yeah. We're only two war dogs, baby. That's right, baby. I'll play yeah. you, Rob. You know, I, I would I, love to play you. I be, played Jeremy in Reno. So did you play Jeremy? How did you, how'd you do against Jeremy? Um, in my defense. Jeremy's a lot better than me. So in, so, in, oh, well, that's good. That's have, a good thing. I have a chance. Jeremy's a lot better than me. He will kick the crap out of me. In my defense, so one thing I'm hoping to work on this tournament is, like, my endurance for playing multiple games. Right. Because Kings of War, just maybe I don't have the right brain for it, or just not yet. I haven't yeah. developed those muscles. Yeah. But um, I played my guts out game one of that tournament, and I actually won. So I go into game two, and my tank was completely empty. Mentally, he was just dead, right. and it's Jeremy Duvall. I'm like, oh, fun. All right. And he's going to take so, you apart. He tore me apart. Was he playing Basilean? or Basilean. Yeah, yeah, he's so really he just, good with the Yeah, He ran circles around me, flew circles around me, and just right. pulled me apart. But it was it was a fun match. You know, can't complain. Yeah, definitely uh, porting over from, like, 40K is my background. Um, the angles, the flanks. <laughs> yeah, it's this is a lot more strenuous on the brain. So the fatigue can't Are you saying that... Good. 40K. It doesn't require a brain to play 40K? It, I'm saying it does not require as much thought once okay. the game starts. Is that uh, because of the list constructions and you kind of know it's already kind of played out? Yeah, I think if you're playing competitively, you kind of know what all the armies do in 40K. Mm-hmm. And you basically, uh, your game plan starts on list building, and that's probably the hardest part of the game. Mm. I think for me what makes like... Uh, using bolt action, but you know, bolt action is comparable to 40k in, in some ways. Like the rules are more complex than Kings of War, 
but it's easier to like understand while you're playing because movement I think is just so much easier. I think that's the biggest thing is movement is just all right. I push my toy soldiers forward. I'm gonna shoot at you. Roll dice. Kings of War. There's these angles and flanks and positioning. And well, if I'm an inch forward, how does that affect your charge against this unit? And like, well, if I get this guy here, he's mighty, so he's doing this. Blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. You know, all of this stuff, which is simple on paper. But in practice, right. the way they interact with each other, I think, is what keeps the game so strategic and fun and dynamic. But for, you know, smooth brains like me, it makes it very difficult. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's one of the things that definitely makes the game fun, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So every loss, I feel like, oh, I could have done this differently tactically. Well, I don't know who said it. Was it you? Somebody said it. Well, you were just saying that, right? Like, the players win and lose the game. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, there's variance with dice, army matchups, there's terrain. I mean, they impact the game. But at the end of the day, it comes down to player skill. Correct. Which yeah. is a nice thing, right? Because yep. you want to, you know, you when I lose, I want to, I want to lose because I lost the game, right? Or yeah. I was outplayed. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't have any excuses. Yeah. Yeah. Bad matchups in this game are not as dynamic as in most other games that I've played. Well, what, besides forty k, what else have you played? Um, Age of Sigmar, Marvel Crisis Protocol. Star Wars Shatterpoint, that's a new one I've been playing. Yeah. Um, and even other other games like uh, Battletech or Magic the Gathering, I've got a decent background on right. those too. And bad a bad matchup in Magic, you could just have zero chance of winning the game. Right. Whereas in this, a bad matchup may be 40-60 or 30-70 mm -hmm. against you, where you can claw your way into a victory if you outplay your opponent. Yeah. That's that's what made me, like, officially quit 40K was I went to a match, a, a game, and I knew it was going to be, like, an all-day thing. It was a 2v2. Looking forward to it with my teammate. We're hyping each other up. And then we lost the roll-off for turn one, and I just had this sinking feeling of, like, oh, this is it. I'm just going to sit here for the next five hours and lose. I'm like, that's not what I want to do with my Saturday. So, like, that's, that's what really made me realize, like, oh, my goodness, it's not me. <laughs> this game's just not that great. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, there's people that like it. And yeah, no, well, yeah, I yeah, should clarify. But, but, but yeah, I, I mean, it's like not it for you, anymore. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a game for everybody and everybody for, sure. for a game. Yeah. And so, yeah, if you like, well, my big thing is I don't, I don't, I'm not a fan of gotcha games where it is all about, well, not all about, but a significant portion of the strategy is building lists to beat other lists. And, well, I mean, it depends who you're playing. Rolling the, rolling the dice for, you know, that's a skill to roll, to win the roll for first turn, right? Like an AOS to get the double turn, I guess. That's a big thing, right? Yeah, skill and rolling. Rolling that dice. Right? Yeah, I loved that double turn. When, when it worked in your favor, it was great. I and then you're like, ah, for a minute. ah. So what else, what other Mantic games do you play? Uh, so I, I love, I like Dead Zone a lot. Um, I've got an entire Marauder army. For Firefight? Or for, for Firefight. Nice. Honestly, probably enough for Warpath. Um, yeah. I, I got a lot of uh, Golden's stuff off of him that he was trying to offload. And then in my Mantic uh, Crazy Box, it was like 75% Marauders, or, uh, Marauders uh, Plague. Nice. Did I say Marauders? I meant to say Plague. I have Plague. Okay, so you have Plague. I don't have Marauders. Okay, you have Plague. I have Plague. Zombie. And you got a bunch of Plague in the... And, and yeah. You also get some Ogres and the old Ogres, too, you said. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I got like three of the Crazy Boxes because I just wanted to see what they were, so I got one of each. What are they, 25 bucks? Uh, I think it was like thirty-five. Okay, but I think it was definitely worth it. Yeah, if, if you don't it. mind old older sculpts. No, I don't. Yeah. And yeah, if you like older sculpts, like it's a great value. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I want to get more into firefight. I've got a demo planned later today, um, and I do like Armada also. So yeah. kind of a lot of stuff, and I'm yeah. really excited to find out more about the Worms board game. 
Yes. Uh, Let's talk about that. So we were talking about that on the <laughs> way up. You're a Worms player? Um, I mean, I, I was. Everybody you know, knows Worms, a, a right? Well, m- most most yeah. people that have computers there, and there even consoles. a Flash game knockoff of Worms that I played for a long time because I didn't know Worms was a thing. Yeah. It's called like Stick War. And it's basically war uh, Worms with stick yeah. figures. Interesting. And I played that for a long time. Then I discovered Worms, I think on like the Wii or you know one of the console versions. Right. So I, I'd love to see how Mantic's going to try and translate some of that chaotic silliness into a board game. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I don't know. I can't wait, though. <laughs> uh, it's going to Kickstarter later. So, it, it, you know, and people wonder, you know, why are you Kickstarting it? Well, the, the, you know, it's a small company. And doing a few Kickstarters like that, that's the influx of cash that yeah. really sustains the, mm-hmm. you know, Walking Dead was a huge win for them. I wish I, Hellboy wish I was a huge found win. Mantic earlier so i could i could have gotten into walking dead because that yeah. looks like it's a lot of fun but yeah you know not really well they, they have an, the, the license expired and yeah, yeah. you know it kind of ran its course but you never know it might come back yeah but a lot of people do like the rule set same thing with the hellboy board game a lot of people love that too that's still available but mm-hmm. it's it's fun for me even though i play kings of war it's fun to dabble in some of the other stuff that they offer from time to it's, time it's good to take a break like you know, if if I have to paint another goblin in the next month, I, I think I might jump off a cliff. I haven't painted in a month. I'm like, I'm a little itchy myself. I'm like, oh, what do I want to paint? Do I want to go back and paint some more goblins? Maybe, maybe I do. Throwing some blood effects on a plague zombie sounds great. Absolutely. Now you, you did you did play Dead Zone too, right? For a while. Yeah, or, Dead Zone. Yeah. Also plague. Yeah, so. yeah. So that's what's nice about their that the yeah. Warpath universe is that there's like you know Star Saga and. Uh, Dead Zone and Firefight, and then eventually maybe a re-released Warpath rule set. I mean, it's cool. Oh, and I got to try Dreadball. Dreadball was a lot of fun. Dreadball is another one. It's a very different type of game. Hey, do you, how have you found the companion? Do you use the companion? Um, the app? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I use, how you like it? I use it pretty much only for Kings, because that's just what I've been playing right. semi-recently. Um, I like it a lot. Uh, I guess my only complaint is that you know there's not it's not like an offline version i wish so i could you know listen absolutely that's a, that's a very fair criticism that you know that it wasn't an issue until i was on the train for 25 hours and with no internet rockies with no internet and i'm like man i wish i could list build right now right you know, and pick yeah that that is something they, they need to stuff. figure out i don't know how they do it but though that's the hard that, part i really but. like it I, it's great having all the rules there um just being able to like share lists really easily like i can just type out a list and then like PDF, send it to someone like, hey, what do you think of this? Yeah. Now, do you subscribe to it? Or yeah, yeah. 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 It's it's funny because, I mean, most of the functionality of the list building is all there, yeah. even if you don't subscribe. And I think it's a great value. I mean... Yeah, I don't know what it is. $60 a year, maybe? Uh, I mean... I don't know what I'm... Not to compare to any other companies, but that's way less than I was spending on rules, and I was bootlegging half of them. Right. So... Yeah. Yeah, yeah even with the bootlegging, yeah. you're spending less now. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's the price of a codex, right? Or, yeah, exactly. I don't know what a codex. Co- and and you would tell me what's a codex cost today? Fifty dollars. Right. So roughly around there, you can get a year's worth of subscription with all your rules, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm assuming in 40k, if you're going to be competitive, you have to have all the codexes. Or is that not true? Well, you don't have to have the codexes. You just have to have access to them. And what do you mean by access? So you, somebody somebody's got to have them. I mean, are they digital? I don't even know. Uh, there's they're like they're. You can get most of them online, you know, uh, sale the seven seas, you can find them type thing. And then also there's a lot of like meta analysis and tons and tons of podcasts and websites and stuff yeah. that you can get information. I mean, that's from. certainly the thing about 40K, which is interesting, is the, the, the community is huge. Yeah. It's just right? huge. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Uh, if you're on a team too, then, you know, 
there could be a Tau player. I need to look at the Tau Codex to see what's up with it. Right. And or orcs. And they've purchased it. Correct. That's that's cool. What do you think of the venue, Johnny? We didn't really get a chance to talk oh, about that. No, I, I think it's great. Uh, it's big. I think at some point in the near future, I could build a cabin out. I thought you were going to say tacos. <laughs> no, um, no not, I don't have those yet. Okay. I want some. Um, but I think there's enough room I could build a cabin out here and probably kick back to a bug eater. For sure. It's a, it's a big venue. <laughs> I mean, it's two giant gymnasiums, yeah. right? Yeah. For 100 players, which sounds like a lot, but it's... These gyms are pretty big. Yeah. yeah. We all could have fit in one gym. Easily. And we've got two. Yeah, exactly right. I yeah, I, I appreciate the extra space. When you go to tournaments where, I don't know how many tournaments you've been to where like, you're crammed in and you're butt mm-hmm. to butt and you don't have a place to put all your dead as you're being pulled off the mm-hmm. uh, off the table. Yeah. And you don't have a place for your display board. And Yeah. Especially events that are as large as this one. Right. Yeah, I mean, Adepticon was fun, but that was a, you know, it's, you are kind of like constricted. You're like, you're in this little space, you know, and you're sharing it with, you know, a bunch of other players for other game systems and stuff. Yeah, where they've got to have so many tables crammed in that to walk around to the other side of the table takes a few minutes. That's a, you know, I didn't even think about that, but the way this is set up is there's only two tables touching, and actually there's an open end, so you don't have to walk around a bunch of tables. No, you don't. You, your table is, one end of your table is always available. And I love having the extra table in the middle, the little, like, the round Absolutely. lunch table. Absolutely. You know, I can put my dead there. I can put my list there. I can put my, my, my dice Absolutely. bag. Absolutely. It's great. I need. Or for people who forgot their cart, you can put your your display board on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a perfect event to have a cart, right? To, to push your push your army around, you know? Yeah. yeah. You actually have space to move it around. Johnny, I appreciate you coming on chatting with us, man. Yeah. It's been oh, fun. This was fun. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And so Rexburg, Idaho, when are you heading back at the end of the summer? Heading back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, end of August. End of August, and you're part of uh, Ben Stoddard's crew, and they're having refugees all world. Do you know that? Is it October again? October. Uh, we'll just something. put a. We'll put a. Sh- we'll put some show notes in. Yeah. We'll have to get Ben on at some point to chat too, because uh, we haven't had Ben on in a little bit. But I appreciate. I mean, he's, t- he's always working on stuff. He Bobby's absolutely is, and obviously writing, the, 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 know, the novels yeah. and 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 his army in our army challenge. Why are you in our army challenge? No, because uh, not, not quite enough mantic in my goblin. Okay, well, the, you know what? It's the, you need to, whatever your next one is, <laughs> boom. I think ogres was in your future, right? Yeah. Easy peasy. Yeah, yeah, I'll probably. You got all those ogres from the army box, right? I will have from the, the crazy nice box. mantic ambush ogre force. Well, and those those ambush boxes are good value. No, they are. Well, the ogre one. The ogre one, if you don't play goblins, they're not good value. I don't. Let's be honest. Like, if you're not using I'm goblins, in goblins. Your, I'm knee deep in goblins. Yeah, yeah. You already have goblins. Yeah. But it, but, but like the goblin one is great. And I the, accidentally ordered two of the goblin ambush boxes, um, which was like a happy accident because uh, it showed up and I was like, man, this box is really big. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's two ambush Absolutely. boxes. And I checked the receipt. It's like, yep, I paid for two of these. Oh well. But hey, now I've got extra mincers and all mm-hmm. kinds of fun stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, the the goblin ambush box where it makes two mincers or two uh, chariots. Mm-hmm. I've been I've been I've been loving them. At some point though, you, I, you I'm assuming at some point you will have enough goblins. Probably, maybe. Is it possible? I don't know. I maybe not. So. Maybe. Depends. Depends how you build them, I guess. Yeah. How many hordes do you really want? Awesome. Well, Johnny, thanks for coming on and chatting with us, and we'll catch up with you later this weekend after your four and zero, <laughs> and you're going in the last game. And you're on top <laughs> table in the best of the rest playing Andy. <laughs> Um, sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time on...
Countercharge. Please let us know what you thought of the show by emailing us at counterchargepodcast at gmail.com, on Twitter at countercharge15, or by commenting on the Countercharge Kings of War podcast Facebook group. If you enjoy the show, you can help others find out about it by leaving positive reviews on iTunes. Until next time, keep countercharging. Music is a composition of Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons. 